1: the, the dumbest, dumbest part of, of your day, by. this is Common
2: Man and T-Bone.
3: I hear it was the Olsen twins. that killed Common Man and T-Bone.
2: We would go out legends, though. That would be a thing. We would be legends I if that heard, happened. I heard
3: T-Bone was riding Topanga
2: when he got whacked. And he got whacked by the Olsen twins. <laughs> I'm impressed with the setup that you just came That's up with right there. That's a good band name. Riding Riding Topanga. <laughs>
1: Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork and random sounds from the internet. Yes,
4: sir. Shabaka do you want to sack the guy? Is drunk. Corbin, watch your
1: profanity.
5: Would you not eat my pants? Ah!
1: This is man and bone.
3: (laughs) Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. NFL Picks. At 448, you get to compete against us. Warning to you, though. Whoever competes against us, we are wizards. Hmm. We're we're killing it right now. Killing it. So good. How'd we do on the picks last week? Now, you've been gone the last... Two, two Fridays. That's
6: yeah. probably why they've been better. I have to give props to uh, our boy Timmy. He went twelve one and one last oh week because there God. was a tie. So I just made that you know the tie. So twelve one and one for Timmy. And That's Mike, amazing. you were, you're not shabby. He went eleven and what two and one. And so you're just one game behind. That's
3: not right. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what
6: I was. I was trying to
3: do this. Ah. Moments lost. You know, the show's over now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut her down. We're not even gonna see Tim for like you're not gonna see him for probably till next year. No,
3: because he's uh
2: he's, he's off, off all, all next
3: week, week, and then I'm off the week after. And then he's off again. I think he's doing And
2: then you're off again. I think and he's then doing I'm, the show
3: with me on the thirtieth of December. That is the next time I'm gonna see him. Sounds about right. The day before playoff game. December thirtieth. Yeah. 30th. yeah. I'm not working that day. Uh, You're not working that whole week. That's right. And I'm only working two days that week Mm -hmm. because we get blown out by Buckeye basketball on the 29th. Well, you know what? I understand why. Because you got to put like the big games in the afternoon window. Yeah, of course. That is Buckeyes and Alabama A&M. Nice. What time is that game?
2: I think it's three o'clock. I might have to go. Be a nice little uh, everybody's off. Plenty Swing of on seats in still available. Good I'm seats quite sure. You know what, though? Win a few more games like they did last night. I'm not saying I like the entire performance, but... That was a roller
3: coaster last night, wasn't it? The drama at the end. Well, yeah, I'll take the result. I'll take the buzzer beater. Buckeyes beat Rutgers. Tanner Holden with the buzzer beater. See, for me, the game ranged from... Buckeyes are going to blow this team out because they had multiple runs in this game where it looked like they could do no wrong and Rutgers could do nothing. And then I thought a couple times, the Buckeyes may never score again. Sure. It was just that type of game. And at the end, you needed a buzzer beater to win the game? Improbably, you got
2: it. Yeah, and I thought almost like, it looked like, uh, was it Thornton that had the ball coming into the front court? And he almost lost it. Yeah. And then it somehow got to Tanner Holden, who I think played a, a whopping six minutes it was his only basket of the game. Right. But Holtman said, let's get him in there because we know he's got the ability to hit a three. All right. And he proved the Holtman correct on that occasion. That was quite the shot. That's one of those that's going to go down in the history of uh, that arena for the shot. Not necessarily because the opponent was the biggest ever or anything else, but just a cool moment. It was a fun moment to see, and and I was excited about it. That's a It's a good win for Ohio State, given the fact that you know in the Big Ten you're going to have close games. You know there's going to be one and two possession games that come down to the final minute. Who's hitting free throws? Do they call a foul or not? That kind of stuff. So getting one like that where maybe, all right, that that didn't quite go the way Rutgers probably felt the game should have at the end, that's all right. Buckeyes will probably have one that goes against them at some point this year in the Big Ten. So take them when you can get them. This is fine with me.
3: No, you want to open up Big Ten play with a victory. I know this is not going to get you a one seed in the NCAA tournament, but you start off your home court defending that, beating another Big Ten team, who's a decent team, by the way. Rutgers plays good defense. They beat Indiana a week ago. You've now played Rutgers, who plays good defense. Texas Tech plays really good defense. San Diego State plays really good defense. And you've performed pretty well. Against all of those teams. I think that bodes well for this team as they head into Big Ten play.
2: Yeah, I think it does too. Now, the things I want to see get cleaned up for this Ohio State basketball team, I bet if you don't go into halftime with just a two-point lead when you were up by double digits and then Rutgers you let go on a run. What? Buckeyes went on like a 14-0 run or a 15-0 run in that first half. Yeah. Where it looked like they were going to run away with it. Right. And then you let Rutgers get back in. And I know that's how it goes. I know that's how college basketball can be sometimes. But to me, if you find a way to just keep that half, like going into halftime, you're up eight or something like that, then I feel like the game goes a lot differently in the second half. But instead, letting them feel like they've got momentum going into halftime really, I don't think, serves you well in that second half. And I don't think they played as well as they could have. So you got it. These are growing I don't want to say pains. They're just part of growing as a basketball team. Rutgers is a decent Big Ten basketball team. At least they appear to be. So I'm not going to be woe is me about the fact that Ohio State is struggling to beat Rutgers. That That's a good basketball team. And they have proven that over the last few years. They've been a tough
3: out. They beat the Buckeyes last year yeah, in their lone meeting. So Buckeyes have a week off. Then they head to Madison Square Garden to face North Carolina. North Carolina, if you've not been paying attention, they are not very good. No, they've lost 4 games in a row. This is a very winnable game in the garden. So, you know, you're looking at team name, maybe that concerns you. Shouldn't concern you because I think the Buckeyes are the better team. Yeah, I
2: I tend to think so as well. I feel like for Ohio State
3: basketball,
2: you're starting to establish a reputation early in this season with this team that you can stand up to anybody who can play solid defense. Not that North Carolina can play that you know the greatest ever. Clearly, like you said, they're not playing well right now. But typically, North Carolina tends to be pretty tough. They tend to play pretty good defense overall. So I would like to see how this team handles it yet again. Bright light, big spots. The neutral site thing is interesting to me too, Mike, because I think there's a there's a decent amount to be said about how things went. Even though the the Maui tournament is so weird because you're playing in such a small. I was gonna say you
3: go you go from like a high school gym. Right to a twenty-two thousand seat Madison Square Garden now.
2: Yes, but the thing those both of those things can have in common is that they are odd situations that both teams are in. Both teams are not used to playing at Maui and all that. Both teams are not used to playing necessarily at Madison Square Garden. Those are the type of things that you will see in the tournament where you're playing in yeah, an odd right. arena that you're not used to, and it's not like in a way gym where you've got the home crowd that you can kind of feed off of as all the kids are screaming at you and stuff like that. It's that it's that corporatized, if that's the right word, environment of these big neutral site games that I think matters quite a bit when it comes to winning the Big Ten tournament and getting a good seed and then doing something in the NCAA tournament. So not just the fact you're playing North Carolina and it's on CBS and it's all that stuff, but also the fact that you get that neutral site experience that allows you to kind of see, yeah, we're out of our element. We're playing a team that's got a big pedigree. A lot of people know who they are. We got to go out and take care of business as if we were playing at home against Rutgers or on the road against Wisconsin. We got to do the same thing. We just
3: got to focus in the same way. Jackets play the flames tonight at nationwide. You called for everyone in the organization to be fired yesterday. They did not listen to you. Nothing has changed. Not a surprise. So it's Jackets and flames. Line a I saw move to the second line with Chinikov and Roslovic So you know what? If the jackets, we'll see how that goes.
2: Jackets want to sell a few more tickets this year. Maybe what you do from here on out is just say, every game is this Brad Larson's last game. And maybe even the contest is we will fire him in an intermission at some point in the future. Stay tuned for If you're going to fire it him is,
3: during an intermission. Well, you would have been it after the, the
2: first, first period the other yeah, night. Right. I'm just saying, why not keep that? Go- if you're going to just let this play out all season and you're not going to do anything about it because you apparently have no standards for yourselves, then you should at least sell some tickets saying, come on down and see. Maybe this is Brad Larson's last game. We're going to fire him in the middle of some game. Might do it even during the game, not even waiting for an intermission. So maybe that's how you get some people to come out there. I know people have been coming there because they all bought tickets to see Johnny Hockey after that happened, and then they've been treated to basically a
3: dumpster fire from this team ever since. Well, it's going to be sad face Corpy tonight, but we'll have the sad faces as we watch this game or listen to this game. Coverage starts at 630 right here on the fan. Baker is back. Oh, Oh, God. He leads the Rams to a dramatic comeback win against the Raiders last night. How about that? Baker, in Los Angeles, part of the Rams for like five minutes, plays in this game. He's got 98 yards to go with less than two minutes left. No problem for him. Let's forget about the fact that he actually threw a pick on the drive that was called back. Who cares? Who cares? Baker Mayfield throwing the game-winning touchdown pass to Thomas Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Whatever. Your guy. Van Morrison. Girl. By the way, give credit. That's your least favorite
2: song, isn't it? (laughs) It is. not it its you my... No, that's not it. That one's that one's not great, but it's I don't like that people sing along with that because they don't know any of the words other than... They know sha la
1: la la Yeah, that's they the know one that they one. Know.
2: But that, and I don't like... Um, oh, what's the... Oh, uh, Sweet Caroline. That's the one well, that's I... That's Neil treated. Diamond. That's not Van, Van Morrison. I know it's not. I'm just... You said, what's my most hated song? Oh, okay. It's Sweet Caroline, and then that one's a close second. But no, I will give credit to Tyvis Powell because I saw yesterday he tweeted out his picks, picks? for the week that he does... And he picked Van, I almost said Van Morrison, Van Jefferson, Anytime touchdown in that game. That's a nice pick. It worked out all right. Now, didn't quite see Baker Mayfield throwing it. Didn't quite see Baker Mayfield getting it as the game-winning touchdown. How about this stat for Baker, Mike? In his career as a starting quarterback when trailing by 13-plus points, how many games has he won as a starting quarterback when his team was down 13 points at any time in the game? Well, I'm going to guess not many. Uh, the answer is 0 for 22. Well, he won the game last night, but he wasn't the starter. John Wolfer wow. was a starter. See, wow. when Baker, when he comes in off the bench and his team is down 13 or more points, he is 2-1. and one. Last night was okay. one of them. You know what the other one was? He's a relief pitcher. You know what his other one was? What? The debut. Because remember, oh. he didn't start. Tarod Taylor started that game for the Browns. They got down big. They brought him in. I don't remember if the doctor was puncturing Terod Taylor's lung with a needle that, in that was, one. That was uh,
3: yeah, the I know, Chargers. That was,
2: the chargers, I'm just saying. The Browns only give you staph infection. Right, that almost right. kills you. But those are the two times Baker has been in a 13-point or larger deficit and brought his team back. It was both times he came in off the bench. But I'll tell you, we said this yesterday. It would be truly stunning if he played in this game, given how long had he been in the building? No more than two days. Not even, Not even two days. Yeah, I think they, he said after the game, he booked the tickets before the waiver wire transaction even went through so that he could try to be there by 7 p.m. local time on Tuesday. And he like booked the ticket sight unseen just to get into LA and then did, went to the facility that night, had all day Wednesday. Game was yesterday. And then he goes and leads them, yes, with some assistance from the refs and some dumb penalties by the Raiders, leads them on a game-winning drive.
3: That's- Here's what every team should do. Maybe it's the Rams. It's not going to be the Rams. That's going to be the long-term destination for Baker Mayfield. Whoever decides, I'm going to give Baker a chance. What you should do is start someone else for the first yes. drive of the game. Right. And then second drive of the game, it's the same thing every single week. You look right at Baker and say, walk on, you're up. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm going to show you but
2: you got to lie. You have to. You cannot make him think he's actually going to get right, the no win in the knot. No.
3: Then after the game,
2: you bench him again. Yeah. You look him and straight in the eyes and him. you say,
3: "You can't do it.
2: Yeah. You're done. You'll exactly never play right. in this league again." Yep. And you bench him. I agree. Uh, by the way, Josh McDaniels. We also need to have a conversation about how that guy should be fired. If two of your losses this year have come against a guy who was on TV the week before for ESPN in Jeff Saturday, who'd never coached anyone at any level. And then he beats you week one of his tenure Baker fresh off the nobody likes me tour in Carolina. And the, he's on the,
3: I don't know the plays tour right now,
2: new place where Sean McVay's like, don't you remember all these plays? And he's like, no, I don't have a photographic memory like you, Sean. And so then what happens? He goes out and beats you. That's two times you've lost to someone who has no business beating you.
3: At least. There's probably other examples, too. Bone and Teddy and I had some male bonding before the show today. We'll discuss it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good
0: afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-71 southbound at 670 on the north side. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow from 5th Avenue as it recovers. You'll also find the off-ramp is closed on I-70 eastbound on the east side at Elm Creek Drive. This is due to police activity. Please avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on 6 ounces of blueberries, just twenty five now through December 13th. Get real. Elmianna Ray,
7: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
1: Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone.
3: Happy Friday. So I got a text last night from our guy, or him too, our guy guy Brian, who... Is a salesperson yeah. here at The Fan. And he sends me a text that says, I regret to inform you, you did not win CBUS Best of the Best. Mm. This has been the worst award thing I've ever been to. Miss Ohio is announcing the winners and can't pronounce a single word. Oh, boy. I didn't know that we were nominated for anything, but I'm kind of glad we didn't win. Yeah. Uh, he says, we lost to Dave and Jimmy. Oh, whatever. That's fine. Dave and Jimmy are uh, great at what they do. He also said, Sheddinger Funeral crem- Cremation and Funeral Services won last night, too. One for what? Is that no a- one puts a corpse in an oven they, they like have, this
2: guy. They have a they have a
3: best, best funeral, funeral home, home I apparently. Guess. Okay. This, let me tell you something, man. Maybe that's not a category I we need. I think we've got too many categories right. if that's a category. I mean, just... How, who's judging this? Is there someone standing next to the big crematorium and it's like, oh, see that piece right there? That piece of bone too big. Put it back in the oven. They wouldn't do that. at shedding comes out like fine sand. I
2: would like it if they had even more categories, actually, like best place to leave a rusty cart that you stole from a grocery store, abandoned warehouse on Cleveland Avenue. Yes, you win again. Fifth year in a row. You always win.
3: Why maybe, would they have these like, categories? This is Maybe this is a whole new world that you and I don't know about. Like, we're in this world of, you know, five-star quarterback from some high school, right? Of course. But maybe in the funeral services business, they've got, like, five-star embalmers. Do they, It's like, it, we it, got to get our hands on this guy. Hand him a bag of cash. I, see, here's the thing.
2: It's a necessary service, right? Of course it is. But I feel like a lot of times the embalming industry, there's a lot of nepotism. Right, you think it's tough to jump in as an offensive coordinator unless your last name's like Ference? You know, you get a job. Brian Ference gets to work for his dad. Maybe in the embalming industry, it's like that too. Because there's always like, yeah, with the seventh generation of funeral home operators at this place, we've been doing this for 127 years, and it's like, oh my god. Well, I guess it's I guess tough to break in, or is it because no one else wants to? And it's like, well. You were all rounded as a child. You're scarred for
3: life. So I wonder what the other boys might as well just keep think. looking at dead bodies. Where it's like, look at the makeup on this corpse. Who did this? Boss's son. Of course, of course, of course. No yeah. self-respecting person would ever hire this guy. His makeup on this dead person's terrible. But he's the boss's son. See, this is why hustle culture is BS. Because we
2: always glorify these people. Where it's like Steve worked in this kitchen and he could only get a job as a busboy. But deep down, he just wanted to be the number one chef. So what did he do? Late at night, he got there in the pizza oven and started making and crafting his dough recipe and working on it. And then eventually they noticed, like, oh, my God, Steve's the best pizza maker we've ever seen. And he goes on to have a chain of restaurants and everybody goes, wow, look at that guy, a go-getter. Is there an equivalent in the funeral industry? where you say well Probably. this guy worked this guy worked in the mail room, and they wouldn't let him touch the corpses but every night after no one was looking he'd pull out the dead bodies and start putting makeup on them and shoving needles in their you know wares and embalming and and eventually they're like wow this guy's really good let's let him touch the dead bodies legally now like no one would make that
3: movie cuz you'd say wow that guy's a creep i saw a documentary forget where i saw it one of the streaming services about sushi in japan yeah right and there's this one place, I forget the name, but, you know, the Sushi Masters. Mm. You you have to eat and breathe, and this is your life. Well, you can apprentice well, under that's the a thing. Sushi so, Master so, for years. So they're following an apprentice around, and he's talking about, you know, the, the, the filmmaker saying, how long have you worked here? And he said, like, you know, seven or eight years, something like that. Wow. But he'd never touched the fish. What? He's not to that level yet. What? He just graduated to the rice. What are we talking about? After seven years, they just started to trust him with the rice. He hasn't even touched fish yet. Okay. Maybe it's the same way in the funeral business, where it's like, hey, you're selling uh, caskets right now. Maybe one day you could work your up to touching a body. Right. (laughs) But you're not there yet. Come on. Calm down. By the way, I mean, again, I'm quite sure that
2: the sushi that the master sushi makers are putting out is far beyond anything i've ever had but if if you want to learn to be good with sushi why don't you go work at wherever like kroger's doing their sushi they got tons of people making sushi are are all those people sushi masters shut
3: your mouth are
2: are they all working for 20 years to get to that place
3: The sushi master from japan would come here look at the kroger's sushi and vomit right in your face
2: okay but i'm saying you want your shot go
3: get you can get your hands on some fish and
2: start making some sushi. No, I, I know that, but I'm sure the le-
3: equivalent is. You learned your lessons from the master. You know, now, you go guys, work. You guys like football. Why don't you go, you know, do some play by play of some kids playing in a retention pond? Put it on the air. What does that even That doesn't make I'm any sense. I'm just saying. They're like, oh, it's football. What's the difference? You're saying, oh, it's sushi. What's the difference? No, I'm telling you,
2: if you're. I assume what makes a great sushi, one, is the quality of fish, but two, is the person making the sushi. The tender touch. Yeah. So work on your tender touch while you're at Kroger making the sushi. But who's going to instruct
3: you on the tender well, touch? Well, he's got 7 years of looking no, at it. you need a master to um, help you
2: with your touch. The, the deli guy at Kroger's no, going to help you? I, I got to tell you. I think that's there's no way it's worth the 10 years of mastering the sushi. There's no way it's that much better than like the regular sushi you get anywhere else. Promise you it's not.
3: It's there's no way. I don't believe you. I don't I don't I don't believe go you. I'm going to Japan just to have it. Great. And I go want to apprentice at the funeral home. Because I want to see what they're doing. Do you want to touch dead body? Well, who am I talking to? You want to eat a dead body? No, I don't. Of course, wanna you want to touch. touch a dead I don't body. body. I want to touch them. They can't see, let you near there.
2: I want to see a, what they're doing. You get hangry one day, and suddenly it's like, well, Martha's missing a foot.
3: Whatever happened to that? And see you over there licking your chops. I'll tell you, I don't. I, I don't think this is a. Maybe it's a, a, a Catholic thing, not necessarily an Italian thing. Okay, but every funeral I've ever been to has been open casket. Because well, Catholics have to look at each other. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Every,
2: they, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm not Catholic or Italian. And just about, I mean, other than maybe a horrific accident. Okay, so you've, every, every open casket yeah, for you, too. everyone All I've right, been to, same Does way.
3: every single one of your relatives stand around the corpse and comment about what a wonderful job they did with the makeup? Yes. Okay. Yes. I guess that's an exclusive thing, or an exclusive thing, a universal thing.
2: It's a, you know, it's really weird. I've also been the most recent funerals, I paid more attention to this. There's a lot of standing around the casket and then talking about like anything you could talk about that isn't the casket. Yes. Yeah, okay. Like uh, where it's just like, you guys see the game last night? Yeah, I know. And it's like grandma's dead
3: right behind you. A lot you. of judgment at uh, there's the that. Funerals, yes. Too. It's like that's see, always done. Did you see the bouquet that so and so sent? Yep. You know, she's got a million dollars. I think she could afford more than (laughs) carnation. Yeah, but there
2: is always a the first, the first. There's always the initial where everyone's sad, and then I think it's it must be bargaining, right? Where people walk up and they're like, "They did a really good job with the makeup. Oh my gosh, she looks so peaceful." Right? There is that. Those bears blew it, didn't they? Yeah, and then it progresses to like, "Well, now we we've acknowledged it. Now we're standing next to a dead person. Let's normalize it further by just talking about anything." Other than the funeral. And then eventually we gotta go back
3: into do the funeral and then and then you're done. All right. Long story long, congratulations to Dave and Jimmy, I guess. (laughs) And congratulations to Sheddinger. Yeah. No one does things with a body like they do. And congratulations to Miss Ohio. Apparently she was terrible, but I'm sure King is necking with her. (laughs) All right, we're gonna talk about our male bonding, I promise. Coming up next. Common man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan Traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
0: Good afternoon. You'll find that police activity has cleared from the ramp of I-70 eastbound at Elm Creek Drive. All lanes have reopened. And still watching an accident blocking the left lane of the north side of I-71 southbound after Morse Road. Please be careful over here. This traffic report is sponsored by take five oil change to take five they're faster than you think that means you'll get your oil change faster than it takes to get through the outer belt during a rainstorm at rush hour so go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out take five to stay in your car 10 minute oil change only an array with fan traffic
7: every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put life lock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the Lifelock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at Lifelock.com/slash aware. Their
1: collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
3: Common Man and T Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. We have the World Cup action back today. Uh, Messi just uh, got a penalty converted on it. Yeah. So Argentina is up on the Netherlands two 0 in the seventy fourth minute.
2: Yes, it's, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying, uh, Argentina has had the better of the play here, but yeah, that penalty was about 18.0 yards away from the goal. It was at the edge of the 18-yard box, but it doesn't matter if you foul a guy in the box. You foul a guy in the box. That's what Netherlands did, and so Messi gets to take a penalty kick, and he did the little stutter step thing, and then buried it, froze their goaltender
3: or their goalkeeper rather. It's two nothing Argentina, 75th minute. The uh... Smithsonian Channel is doing aerial Argentina, oh, you know, I like the aerial America they did uh aerial Greece, which I watched, sure, and now they're on Argentina. I like learning about other countries and cultures, especially ones that I'll never go to. Argentina looks very nice. if I were a different person, I think I would go. Oh I have it on the list. that's one of the if I'm gonna well, go to going to go to South America, you, you tell me what it's like. I'm not going to South America. I would go to
2: either I mean at some point, I would like to visit Colombia. Brazil, or Argentina. Any of the three. But Argentina is number one on it the list. It all
3: appeals to me. I'll never go because I'm me. Anyway, I'm watching and they're, they're showing me Buenos Aires. Sure. Okay. Which is the biggest city in Argentina. And these people love soccer so much. This uh, narrator on the show said, There are 37 professional hockey st- hockey. Soccer stadiums in Buenos Aires. Jeez. That's and I have to amazing, say it like right? that. Buenos Aires. It's not, I mean, it's Buenos Aires. Bu- Bu- Buenos Aires. Aires. That's right. That, I was trying to give it the flavor. That's fine. Buenos Aires. Sure.
2: Yeah. 37! Dude, the amount of... St- I mean, I know people are aware that, that soccer is popular in Argentina. They have in Buenos Aires... Buenos Aires! Not one, not two, not three, not four. I thought you said like Yeah. They have six NFL teams in one city. Although their NFL is the Primera Division of Soccer. So they have six first division soccer clubs in Buenos Aires. And then they have a whole nother, like, 15 of them that are in the second division. And then beyond that, there's more that are in the lower divisions beyond. But, like, you're right. They're all professional teams. They have... Of those teams, Mike, those six that are in the, the first division, none of them are newer than 1913. All of them are over 100 years old. And those are just the ones that are in the first division. They yeah. like their soccer. I think soccer's important in Argentina. That's, I think, the breaking you know what news else is important discovered. in Argentina? What's that? Beef.
3: Yeah. Uh, Argent Argen- Argentinians? Argent Yeah. Argentines? Argen- Argentines. Yeah. Yeah. I think eat, eat more beef than anyone else on the planet.
2: Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Right. That's great. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was accurate, but I know that barbecue is a big part of the culture there. Like they do a, a very good thing with the barbecue. I've always I've always wanted to do. The, it like looks the, like a beautiful country. The chimichurri sauce is that what they call it? with yeah, the, the green sure. sauce the, that you get on the, 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 the barbecue? herbs and oil? And yeah,
3: mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we had some bonding today before the show. We did because we were watching Croatia and Brazil. In the World Cup. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not the biggest soccer guy in the world, but I love watching these games with you. And Teddy's there, and, you know, we're... It reminds me of the days we used to do the post-game show. Yeah. The Ohio State post-game show, and, you know, there'd be some ridiculous ending or another game. We were together when App State beat Michigan.
2: I I don't think I was in there with you when that happened. You You were there with... No, you might have been there with Ted. Oh, anyway, well, maybe...
3: I thought you were there. Anyway, who cares? That game's going on. We're watching it. We're going crazy. I had that same feeling today watching this game with you. The game goes to penalties at the end to decide it. Yeah, it it got
2: pretty intense there because Brazil scored in the extra time because they went 0-0 for 90 minutes then they have two 15-minute extra time periods
3: and it looks like it's over brazil
2: scored neymar scored you think okay that's probably it then croatia gets one back with a few minutes to go in the second over the second period of overtime basically and so they go to penalty kicks and the very first one uh croatia guy stops it like stops brazil so now brazil's got up against it yeah they've got they can't miss again and so then Croatia, every one of their players just stepped up
3: and drills their penalty kick. So Croatia wins. They're running on the field like five-year-olds, as they should. Yeah, of course. Right? They're, they're celebrating. They're going crazy. You you reminded me. I'd forgotten that Croatia was the runner-up to France. Yeah. Last World final. Cup. Luka,
2: Luka Modric, who played in this game. Luka Modric for Croatia had the most touches of anyone on the field had the most passes completed of anyone on the field by all statistical measurements he was essentially the most important player who didn't score a goal on the field for either team and he's like 37 years old he was the best player in the last tournament in right. 2018 so it's not he's, like
3: he's great it's not like they suck but a lot of people looked at brazil like it was their year they hadn't won in 20 years i thought They're it was extremely talented right and after the game they got the you know croatian people celebrating tony coach is there i don't know probably <laughs> everybody, My everybody everybody's excited love tony coach, and all the brazilian players are just like on the ground heartbroken and you've got grown men crying and you pointed out to me and you're absolutely right but again this is the emotion of the world cup this is what i appreciate all of these guys on the field all these brazilian soccer players can Take up their phone right now, look at their bank account and see thirty million dollars sitting in it. Uh, at minimum. Least, at least. Minimum. Yeah. And yet today, they didn't care about any of that. No, they no. didn't care about any of it. <laughs> They're going to
2: go right on like when they got back in the locker room, they opened up a gym bag that costs more than probably most of our houses. Right. When you add up all the stuff. And they that's all in feel it. like
3: losers. And they all feel like losers. They all feel like they let everybody down.
2: They piled into a bus that's probably nicer than any public transportation anybody's ever ridden except for them. And then they flew back on a plane that was probably one of the nicest jets you'll ever see to then be flown on their own jets all around the world to wherever they currently live in houses that are probably worth tens of millions of dollars for most of them. And and you're right. That entire trip, the entire time as they're serving them caviar, and they're laying their heads down on silk linens, they're the entire time miserable. That's the that's how powerful this stuff can be. That's what sports does to us, Mike. You can, you can be successful by every measure, whether you're a player or not. You could be a GM who's becoming an NFL GM, or you run a team, or whatever. You could be a fan who's like a CEO of a company. You make lots of money. You feel really great about your life, but then your stupid team lets you down, and you feel awful.
3: Or if you play for that stupid team... You feel awful because you let everybody down. That's what it does to us. I don't think there is an atmosphere in sports. And I'm saying this as a, as a non-soccer guy, other than just a casual observer, that has the same feeling, panache. I, I don't know what the right word for it is. But it's almost like, you know, NFL guy who doesn't understand college football. Right. And yeah, then... And yeah. then That guy goes to a college football game at one of these historic schools. They come to Ohio State. They see the band. They see Skull Session and the pageantry and the dot .di, and then they say to themselves, oh, that's what this is. So, yes, of course, it's about the game on the field, but it's everything else that encompasses this. I'm watching these games. And you know me, I'm the most bitter and jaded person in the world. And I'm not watching Team USA do anything here. I'm watching Croatia and Brazil. Right. Two places I've never been and will probably never go. And I am sucked up in this emotion. I looked over at you and said, man, this is fun. And if I think that, yes, I I was putting myself in the mind of a regular person. I told you, I said, you know what? If you could guarantee me, Bone, which you can't, that I wouldn't get blown up and that it was at Cruz Stadium or Lower.com field i would go to a world cup game with you right, that's are, saying something no but you the
2: now, fact that you would even acknowledge it happen you would go out of your house to attend a sporting event that's yes. how much fun i was having watching this right. game with you uh-oh what happened to i think we Teddy's just had a goal is that oh laranja is back in it the netherlands ned got a goal all right 2 to 1 argentina i just called the entire team ned because that's how they represent whatever nice goal off a header very beautiful goal
3: good job all right two to one some spice left in this one we'll see what happens uh bone and i are going to the olympics i'll tell you about it next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
0: Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from the north side of I-71 southbound after Morse Road. All lanes have reopened over there. And now watching some slowdowns on James Road north of Main Street, an accident involving injuries. Please use caution as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Seems like lately we spend more and get less. Well, Donato says it's time to spend less and get more. I get $3 off when you spend $20 or more. Order at Donato's.com with the new app using promo code 3. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
3: Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now. At manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Bone, I think you and I have to go to the Olympics. Not to uh, watch, but to compete. Oh? I think we have to do that. What do we have to compete in? Well, whatever we want. I think we should fake something. I'm thinking the Winter Olympics may work out better for us. All right. And this could be our opportunity to do the two man luge. Okay. I I mean, you get on the bottom.
2: Sure. And I'll get on the top. And I, I,
3: a lot of people said I'm a bottom,
2: Mike. So that's, you're not the first one to bring that up. Yeah. You get on the bottom. I'll get on the top. I'm like a power bottom is what they call that in the luge, I think, because I'm going to add a lot of weight to the base.
3: Although, who has to put, do I have to push you then? And then I get on you? I don't, yeah.
2: Uh, I feel like I've never actually watched how two man luge gets it going. There's a starting point, right? I'm saying I don't recall ever seeing it because I can't assume they both run.
3: I don't think they do. But if the one guy's laying down, sled they do. It,
2: yeah, they both but run and they hop in. That's bobsled. That's different than if you're laying down there and the other guy's like crouched over top of you pushing. Yeah, and then he's got to hop on you because you're the power bottom. You got to stay down there. I mean, I don't. I don't know how it works. Someone needs to probably give me a video well, or two you know to show what? me no, what's no, no. going
3: on. We could fake our way in there because apparently it's easy. Yeah, uh, A long first. jumper from Albania apparently competed at the Olympics in Tokyo and wasn't supposed to be there because Albania, I guess, forged documents by saying, hey, this guy won our competition. He's an Olympian. And the Olympic committee's like, okay. Because the Olympic Committee, I guess can't be in all of these countries for all of their qualifying events right i guess that makes sense and so they they're relying on the countries to say oh this guy qualified with this jump well we'll take your word for it you are an albanian official but if that albanian official is corrupt then people make it to the olympics who have no business being there this was news to me i didn't know this happened but i say i saw that uh in september Albania was one of seven countries on a competition manipulation watch list, oh. along with Turkey, Uzbekistan, Moldova, Georgia, Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. I, Kyr- a- I have never heard of them. Yeah. I, I and think- Armenia. Okay. Um,
2: so, first off, I guess we shouldn't be totally surprised by this because there are legal ways to do this, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember the woman who skied I think it was skiing the half pipe event at the Olympics one oh, of those years? yes, I don't I do don't, remember and she was like she couldn't do anything. Yeah, well, she could ski down the half pipe and just go up and down and up and down Wait, but didn't like do any flips or yes, tricks. Not or an spins. Olympic level skier. No, but what happened was cuz I guess that event was so new and then she figured out that there were enough tournaments that if you placed in enough tournaments you could qualify for your country if no one else. It was almost like she had to build up the resume to be considered enough experience to be an Olympic athlete. She gained this by going to all these places and finishing dead last. But then whatever country it was, there was something where like, she would go and finish sixth out of six. But then she'd get a sixth place finish. And enough of those happened where no one else tried it from her country. And so she said, hi, I'm the uh, half pipe person from our country. And they said, all right, well, you're running unopposed. So you can go. And they let her go. And then she showed up and did that where she did like literally nothing.
3: And I'm watching two man luge highlights now on YouTube. I got to figure out who the woman is who went down the half pipe. I don't know. This is what I, this is the event that I think you and I have to enter.
2: Okay. Well, why, how do you get on the sled if you're, if you're the oh, bottom, on. how do you get on the sled? I'm watching. Is the bottom doing
3: the pushing and maybe the, the upper guy does oh, some on, crazy like grab no, McGraw? No, like, here, no, here's how it is. So the top guy is sitting on the bottom guy's lap. They're both upright. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah, sure, sure, so sure. bottom sure. guy. Oh, and they just use their hands. And they're using their hands. Yeah, okay. And then once they get to a certain speed, they both lie down. Right i think I, you and i should hmm. do a little different spin on this we're still talking about luge yeah Are i think you and i sure. should do something different okay you know we don't belong there anyway mm-hmm. so instead of the traditional you know one guy lays down the other guy lays down flat on top i think we flip it around a little bit how would okay lose 69 sure
2: all right. However, you want to do it now. Is that the recommended aerodynamics for? Like, are there what's, rules against it?
3: What's I don't know. There has to be. There has to We're be. We're not going to win anyway. That. They'll just laugh at us as we go down. That's fine. But I figured. We'll be but on we're every there. talk show. we there. We'll be on every talk show in the world. It's like, hey, yeah. you see those guys go down to the sixty-nine position? Mm-hmm. Here they come! Bah, bah, da, da, da. And we have endorsement deals. We walk out. We're talking to Letterman, assuming it's fifteen years ago and he's still on the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. We'd go on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Sure. He's, he's got a show. They'd have us on. And be like, hey, it's
2: the Luge Guys. Yeah. Bah, bah, da, da, da. Luge this could guys. be a whole career for us. I love it. I You know what? I got to lose a little bit more weight so I can get in the no, Lycra. No, no, you don't.
3: No, I got to get You in, actually to need to gain a, more weight. To
2: fit in the Lycra or whatever they no, call we'll that. Get it. we'll
3: get it custom made.
2: Well, yeah, of course. I guess we could do that. That makes sense.
3: And then Teddy could be like our handlers where he throws us raw fish. We could pretend like we're walruses.
6: I guess. Sure. Whatever floats your boat. Teddy, are you in for this? Absolutely, it kind of reminds me of the uh, Will Ferrell movie *Blades of Glory*. But they were, you know, two male figure skaters, yes, yes. who did pairs. So it's kind of like that. It's just to the next stage or next level.
2: By the way, I found out what the the loophole was for the woman who couldn't who couldn't do the half pipe tricks, but she still made the Olympics. Yeah. So her name was Elizabeth Swainy. She's American, but she had Hungarian ancestry, so she was able to compete for Hungary. The thing is. To make it to to be eligible for Olympic free ski half pipe competition, you have to consistently finish in the top 30 of World Cup events in skiing. So she showed up to events that didn't have 30 entries. Oh, and so she was guaranteed to finish in the top 30, got all the finishes, and then no one from Hungary was doing it except her. So she was like, yeah, I qualify and I'm from Hungary. I will figure out a way. We're We're gonna, gonna do well, it. let's figure out what the lowest number is you got to qualify, and then let's go find some tournaments. Let's go.
3: Uh, Ohio State football has changed a lot in 20 years. I will prove it to you coming up next. And I've also been told I can't confirm that the Queen will stop by. She is very anxious to talk about the big England-France World Cup match tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic
0: Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on James Road north of Main Street. This accident does involve injuries. Please be cautious. As they direct things cleaned up, you'll also find some slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Tobacco Sportsbook. Sports betting is finally here, Ohio. Now is the time to download the Tobacco Sportsbook app and visit Tobacco.com slash Ohio to score your early deposit bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
7: change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.
1: You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common
3: Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Do it. Uh, we got some... <laughs> This game is craziness about, this, is going. This, this game, game World was Cup about right to end oh at the my World God. Cup. God, it was about to end, and the Netherlands has just tied this game up in the hundredth. There's ten
2: minutes of stoppage time because they had a couple big. The last fights.
3: minute of stoppage time, they've tied
2: it up with a free kick against Argentina. Argentina is all ready to celebrate. They were two to one. Thought they were through. Now it's tied up. They're gonna wow. kick the ball, blow the whistle, and then they're gonna go thirty more minutes with these two. There will let me tell you right now, there will be blood. <laughs> Someone's getting carted off in this game, my friend. It oh what a pass. Oh, what a shot. I know I'm doing nothing for you if you're listening on the radio, but that was real time as we were coming back. La
3: Orange, the Netherlands, tie it up against High Argentina. Drama. Big High time. Drama. At the World Cup, there's going to be high drama at the World Cup tomorrow as well. Oh, hello,
4: T Bone. I was wondering if we
2: would hear from you today, oh, you're Queen. we are going to hear it, Bone. Yeah, England and France tomorrow. Are you
4: excited about England taking on the French tomorrow in the World
2: Cup? Of course, it's one of the you premier games of the of the entire World Cup. I even had to postpone my afterlife pickleball contest with Kirsty
4: Alley aboard her spaceship.
2: Well, pickleball is the sport of elitists, so totally makes sense that you'd play it.
4: I'm expecting a physical game tomorrow, T-Bone. Mm, I, I, hear, like, I hear you like the physical oh, game. I like my soccer just how I like my fillet of mutton. Bloody and tough. <laughs>
2: Okay. And I know the
4: English lads are up for some bumping and grinding tomorrow.
2: Mm, you think so?
4: Bone, I have some French tidbits for you if oh. you're interested.
2: For, what was that? French tidbits. Tidbits. Okay, okay. thank you. I. Oof. All right, sure. Go ahead, Queen. I'd love to hear what you have to say. What do a smart Frenchman and a unicorn have in common?
4: They're both fictional I, characters.
2: I see. I figured we might get some of this... Uh, Jingoism from you Here's another one for you. Uh-huh. Why
4: wasn't Jesus born in France?
2: I dunno I don't know. He
4: couldn't find three wise men and a virgin.
2: <laughs> how about, wh- how about whores? Have... Could he find any was that available or no? Okay, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I was just Hors? asking. Yeah, were there like whores my, available? S- like my daughter-in-law, Camilla? She <laughs> right. Moved to should... France. <laughs>
4: sure. Why don't they have fireworks at Euro Disney?
2: I don't know. Because
4: every time they shoot them off, the French try and surrender.
2: Ah, yes. That's good. I what like that. What do
4: French soldiers learn in basic training?
2: Better jokes than this, I hope?
4: How to surrender in 17 different languages. Ah,
2: yes, that's good. I like it. Remember
4: what I said, T-Bone. If the English lads bring home the World Cup, I will punch out of my sarcophagus and reanimate myself for one day. And I have the power to do it
2: why why are you in your own sarcophagus isn't That's that where painful they put me oh you mean like a tomb? i thought a sarcophagus was a totally never mind forget what i said i see it's now you're talking about golden a, casket. Yes, a big well i thought it was big but you're talking it's a tomb i see now yes. i understand what you're referencing i'll okay. be more randy than ever too when i reanimate myself the french think
4: they invented menage a trois but it was the english and we did it
2: better and you guys called it a meat pie, if I'm not mistaken. Our version of a menage a trois.
4: I, I lapsed into another voice oh, there for Careful, saying,
2: careful, careful.
4: Hey, hey hello. <laughs> Our version of a menage a trois mm-hmm. involves me, a sheep, and a silicone mold of Winston Churchill's genitalia. <laughs>
2: I hear he liked to uh, display those for the people oh, from time he, to time.
4: Let me tell you he didn't just use that cigar for smoking.
2: I see. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you very so much for that. I'm so glad you shared, Queen. And she's gone. It's getting harder and harder, buddy. That's what Winston Churchill said. I need something to drink. Yeah. After that, I bet you do. I bet you do. Maybe something to smoke, too. Something a little heater to take the edge off, huh?
4: Smoking after I'm done with the sheep. (laughs) Winston Churchill's genitalia.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Can you confirm, by the way, since you're back? Did he used to walk around naked? Absolutely. I heard that was his thing. He loved to walk around naked and take baths for like four hours in the middle of the day. Yes. Very English of him. Bye bye. All right. His version of an English breakfast very different. Although it did involve, I'm told, bangers and mash.
4: Joke! I, I was gonna some, say something about baggers and
2: mash. There was a there were some beans as well. I'm I gonna believe. have
4: to slip you my blood sausage. Bye bye. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Winston, right. She's Winston gone now. Churchill. That's all right,
3: it. that's it. That's it.
2: All right. How do you think Winston Churchill feel about the games tomorrow? The game. I, I don't know. He
3: wasn't big on I'm the French. I'm curious about Kirsty Alley on her spaceship, though. Well, you know she's on it. I know.
2: Do they, is this where, now again, I'm not, I just don't know the religion well enough. Is it after you die that then you go to the spaceship and then they shoot you back into a volcano so you can repopulate another planet? I I don't remember. I feel like that was part of it. Yeah. Somewhere there's a volcano involved.
3: Let's call Leah Remini. She'll tell us. Oh yeah, that's right. She's got the show. Yeah. We could ask her. That's good. Okay. Uh... Ohio State football, college football specifically, has changed a lot in the last twenty years. If you were to tell me fifteen years ago that Ohio State would lead college football in assistant salaries, I would say you were crazy. Even when you know Tress started making lots of money, the 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 funny thing was he didn't. They didn't pay any assistants. No, you know that was a joke. It'll be a cold day in hell before an Ohio State assistant makes half a million dollars a year. Yeah, that wasn't going to be a thing, of course. And and now they lead the world in assistant pay.
2: Yeah, it's, that's a bit shocking, but also Ohio State has realized they have to embrace the financial game, that are the games that are played.
3: Oh, absolutely. It's right? not like this program's not taking in money. They should be paying their assistants above the market rate. Yeah,
2: but I feel like every school had to do this at some point. They all did the same thing kind of with alcohol. Like down south, they had this in the SEC where it was like, I say, we don't need to do any cheap pilot tricks to get people to come out to our football games. You see, we've got we've got good old fashioned college football. Who, we don't need. Who is this? Foghorn, Leghorn on a bender. I was going
3: to say, this doesn't sound like anyone from the South. Yes, it does. No. That's how that's Southern people. 200 years ago, right, maybe. That's, and
2: that's who runs these places. I do declare, <laughs> as I stroke my mustache. <laughs> get out of here. Going to do. My name is Colonel for no damn reason. That is my name. This is Colonel Edwards for no reason. Anyway, but they would always tell themselves, we don't need beer at these games. We got people who want to come to college football games because they love college football. You all their schools have to have those gimmicks. We don't have to do that. And now what do they do? They all... The Knoxville people want to take beer away. Yeah, but that's because they're all crazy and rowdy. But they've had beer there. They've put it in because everyone embraced it and said, all right, we can make more money doing this. All these schools used to pretend like, well, we, you maybe you have to pay all these extra assistants to come there, but they'll come here because it's Ohio State. No, 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 you have to pay them. You have to pay them a lot of money. That's why you got Gene Smith sending out emails saying, please donate to the collectives. That's not something you would have seen eight months ago, a year ago. Now that we're fully embracing that. I'm sorry, I'm just watching this game. Fully embracing now. everything. I, it's invigorating, isn't it? Invigorating. It
3: sucks you in. By the way, speaking of the World Cup... I have accidentally watched more bad FS1 programming the last few weeks oh. than I ever have because I have the game on and then it ends and the Skip and Shannon show come on and the Colin Cowherd show comes on and we're too lazy to change the channel here at the radio station. Yeah, right. right. There's a lot of things I don't like, but I can see the appeal. I'm not that guy who says, well, I don't like it so nobody likes it. I, I am aware Like Real Housewives of whatever. My wife watches it. I despise it. But I understand the appeal. It's not for me, but I get it. Bachelor. Stuff like that. I understand the appeal. Mass Singer. For the life of me. And I, in theory, work in this medium. Right? I work in sports radio even though we just had the queen talking about blood sausage. (laughs) Sure. For the life of me, I do not understand anyone who willingly listens or watches colin cowherd uh, dude i, I, I you. do i do not
2: understand it well here's what i feel happens with colin i feel like colin cowherd does a show for years he did it on espn where he would his appeal was if you don't watch sports a ton and i'm saying that As someone who you and I both acknowledge, we probably don't watch nearly as much sports as we should, but we have opinions on sports because we watch it enough to know the storylines and know what's going on. But there are a lot of people who don't have the time to do that or don't have the luxury of time to do that. And so they want to feel involved in the sports world and they like to hear a big opinion on something, but they don't have the time to necessarily watch and form those opinions themselves. That's who Colin Cowherd used to appeal to was People who would, you know, tune in and hear him say, well, who does he appeal to now? Because well, that's my point. It's is not that done in any sort of entertaining fashion. What I'm saying is it used to be that when he was on the radio, he would go out and say crazy things like, I got to tell you, this guy, everybody thinks he's great. He sucks. And then people would go, wow, Colin, maybe, he's, maybe he knows something. And then it would make them feel like, oh, yeah, I I feel like maybe Colin Coward's right on that. And then they would go watch some games. They'd find a couple videos and say, yeah, he's right. Okay. But what now has happened is I think way more people have gotten sucked into actually watching the games and forming their own opinions because of all the Colin cowherds of the world. And they all say a billion different things. And now people go and watch him and realize he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking. And he's- I don't know what I'm talking about. No, but he constantly throws but- opinions out there about like, man, they got to bench this guy. That guy's terrible. And it's like, they traded that guy
3: three weeks ago, man. But what are you talking you- about? You and I have these moments where it's, you know, we're, it sucked in. We're talking about the Rams or something. Maybe we mentioned somebody who is irrelevant or doesn't play there anymore. We'll stop the show and if instantly we're, if we're say aware of it, we're dumb and we forgot it. Make fun of ourselves it. and all right, well, who cares and get bored and we'll move on to something else. But there's none of that with him. No. Like, he'll, he just keeps
2: going. He'll claim that he knew that and what he was actually thinking of was a different guy. And then he's, you know...
3: They got all these stupid things like where Colin was right and where Colin was wrong. And then they wheel in the troll, Jason McIntyre, oh, to talk to I mean, it's, Oh, I can't a, again, stand him. There's a lot of radio that I personally don't like, but I understand that for other people it has appeal. I don't know who the hell is watching. I would rather watch Skip Bayless on TV. No and kidding. that makes me want to take a shower and cut off my genitals. Well, you know what, though? like
2: Skip and Shannon, as much as I am not a fan of Skip Bayless, they will both constantly when they get something wrong remind the other one hey you're wrong on that that's stupid and the other guy all right 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 you got me on that you're correct i'm sorry i screwed that up or if one of them predicts something the other one will hammer them for be like "Hey, remember you picked you predicted this yesterday and they'll make that they'll make each other feel bad about that but they will have you you have that integrity of you have to acknowledge when you're wrong now skip bayless I can't believe I said the words integrity and Skip Bayless in the same sentence, but compared to Cowherd, oh my God. where he just steamrolls over the facts and just says whatever he wants to and never pays attention to anything, but then acts like he's watching every game. I just, I think most people can't stand a phony. It's just,
3: it's just a such a poor representation, too. You're right. If you're going to be that guy, at least lie well. But yeah, be like, have the best staff of people who
2: can write all your opinions for you. He's not believable in any way. No. No one thinks this guy actually goes out there uh, and pays attention to these Whatever, games. somebody's giving him $6 million a year, whatever it is. No, he, again, people confuse being able to talk on TV for three hours a day with being able to be good
3: at it. He's, he's well, good well, at what it what in the sense of somebody thinks he's well, good at it. Well, someone
2: believes he's good at it now because he's been on TV for a long time and he's a, a noted entity. And he was good at it for long stretches no. of time. Now he wasn't. But, well, you know what I mean. Now In it's the... just
3: unlistenable. Right. It's a whole different thing now. It's so bad. The NFL is scratching me where I itch. I'll tell you why coming up next. Okay. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still
0: watching an accident involving injuries on James Road north of Main Street. Please be careful as they continue to get this clear. You're also going to find some slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on six ounces of blueberries. Just $1.25 now through December 13th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
7: attention please
1: flip your listening device to the stupid setting thank you you're listening to man and bone it's
3: friday tool of the week friday send in your twitter tools now at man and bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes uh all right so i like this i don't know if you like it i don't know if anybody else likes it but i like it okay 9 30 a.m nfl kicks Oh yeah. I enjoy sports in the morning. I like watching the European soccer. I, I was have no, gonna idea, say, no idea what the hell's going on, but, but I like yeah. I like that in the morning. I like the F one races in the morning. I feel like the fact that because I've
2: watched European soccer now for the better part of twenty years, and so for me, it was nothing to be at a bar at seven in the morning eating breakfast and having a beer. When in fact I had children and I would like be at home watching the English Premier League, let's say, and, you know, 9 o'clock start, I would say, oh, let's crack open a beer. A beer to watch the game. Not three, just a beer, right? And then your kids go to school and say, my daddy yeah. drinks
3: at 9 a.m.
2: I literally had to realize there aren't, like, there's, my kids can't see that happening because they're not going to have proper context. To re- like, if they go home and say that, or they go to school and say that, people are going to say, oh, well, this guy's drunk all the time. It's like, no, I... Just on Saturday morning, I'll have a beer while I'm watching the Premier League game. I realized that's something that I got attuned to early Sounds on. Sounds perfectly reasonable to yeah. me. Don't all I not apologize for it. All I know is morning sports rule. And while it, may, it may suck for the athletes who are playing them, and, and that's a cares? different discussion. Here's another, here's another million for your trouble. Well, then again, how many guys, though, do you see? Like every high school football team, what do they do? 5 a.m. lifting session. Get in there. Like, everybody's getting up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and working out, right? Rise rise and grind, baby. Yeah. So that's what you're doing with that. Just have a game at 9 o'clock in the morning. Sounds great.
3: So this season in the NFL, there were four 9.30 a.m. games in various European countries. Uh, Sports Business Journal is reporting that next season, the NFL could schedule as many as eight Sunday morning games from Europe next season. Uh, I did not know that this was who had this job. VP of NFL Broadcast Planning. Yes, that is a job. The person who holds it is Mike North. You got him more hot not that Mike North. I'm guessing not no former way. sports radio host Mike North. I gotta look up who the Mike is. You North. got
4: him all hot, you who- Jag bag. <laughs>
3: Mike north, is the nfl's mike north that's that is mike see. north that soundbite that we play but i know uh, but it's not that Mike. we north. we ingest that's how i started my guys was him because everyone who called in to mike north's show he'd say mikey every guy right and so then that took on a life here we sort of did it mocking him and it took off yes, it's taken with, off with you sure. guys but huh. i remember mike north back in the day he was quite popular you know he fell out of popularity because the game changed. It wasn't just Mike North started out as a hot dog vendor yeah,
2: and, and somebody, attention.
3: somebody in radio, you know, thought he was entertaining while he was selling his hot dogs and they gave him a radio show. No joke. That is how he started at the score in Chicago. He had no previous experience. He was a hot dog vendor. And so he goes on the air and he's just, you know, loudmouth guy. My guy, Jack Big. He would come up with these radio promotions. Like, he would just designate one day of the week as hug a black day oh, or hug a Jew day. Oh, and you're, you were tasked with going out, oh, no. finding a black person, and hugging them. That's not too horrible. You know, he thought he was uniting the, the world. Good Lord. Good Lord. I'm just saying, well, the times were a little different. The times then, were different,
2: and maybe he was not great at recognizing what's acceptable and what's not. But, yeah, the, by the way, this Mike North, who He's is the trying NFL, to spread love. That's fine. There, <laughs> I'll, Yeah, there's problems with that. But here's what I will say. That Mike North that you're talking about that did radio in Chicago, not the Mike North, I'm it sure. appears, who is the scheduling VP for the NFL. All right. So
3: anyway, the other Mike North, the boring one. You got him all hot! Not him. Yeah. Was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network yesterday. Uh, when Good Morning Football's Peter Schrager asked North if the league had considered having a 9.30 a.m. game each week Using an East Coast team to host, host, North responded, sounds awesome. Yeah, I think it sounds awesome, too. Yeah. Why limit it to Europe? Have a 9.30 in the morning game in Buffalo. Oh, man. You don't think you'll get 70,000 people drunk and ready to go? Of course you will. This
2: is what I don't understand when people will complain about that. Because, you know, I mean, again, if Ohio State had a 10 a.m. kickoff, you would hear tons of complaints from people like, our tailgate that we usually do starts this
3: time. We're going to have to change time. And it time. would be the highest rated game of the week. It would be number you one. watch. Yep, you're exactly It'd right. It'd be 7 o'clock on the West Coast. They don't care. People would tune
2: into that. Kegs and eggs, baby. Well, you know what it is? When they have a game at 8 o'clock at night, do you change, do you change what you do for your tailgate or for whatever it is? Of course you do, right? If you're someone who has a longstanding tradition of doing X, Y, or Z for the game, You just modify that to 8 p.m. start. Why can't we do that with 9 a.m. start for NFL games, for college football games, for that matter? Go ahead. I don't see a problem with it. And yes, you can't get away with doing that three times a year for every NFL team when you're playing, like, I don't know, if you're a bad team and you're hosting another bad team. Yeah, the Texans probably couldn't get away with that this year, right? But by and large, most teams would be able to bring in a good audience, bring in a good crowd if you're going to put it on early. So, yeah, have that be a flex
3: thing. You, I'd be you fine put with that. Bad Rams against bad Raiders on a streaming service last night. Well, true enough. Now, I'm that game turned out to be something at the end because, you know, it was huh. a comeback, but it's two teams. It was, it was that a dog suck. game. It was a dog right. game a for dog most game. of it. No one cared, and the NFL's doing that, they're cashing that check. I'm telling you, you put those two teams on at nine thirty in the morning, it gets a bigger number than whatever they did on Amazon last night. Yeah, that's. Uh, Sign me right. up. You're right. Also, I also I would like to take today in honor of Mike North and declare that in the city of Columbus today, oh it is Hug a Black Day. I don't He's know. Just
4: a common man. That's
2: not okay. So just go that's on out. Not
3: okay. And if you are black, find another black person to hug. No, I don't like any of that. I think let's all just be outside on the streets, rubbing how and about touching we just each hug other. A, how about hug anybody day? How about hug a person day? I think we we have to well, identify different ethnic groups on the day. I it's, like it's confusing. I don't think it does. And as a matter of fact, what if you don't want to be hugged? What if it's you know hug a person well, day? Then the maybe person you're trying drop to, to somebody hug. and you say, may I hug you? Ah, yes. Okay. You asked them permission There should first. be first a permission asked to hug. And then when they say, well, why Why would you like to hug me? You probably shouldn't say, because radio guy instructed me to hug a black person. No, that right. That's you're kind
2: of getting at what the issue was with that whole promotion for Mike North. It's almost like almost like that was horrible. It was <laughs> it's almost like it was a bad idea. Wildly inappropriate. Don't do that. The sentiment. The, the what? Se- the sentiment. Was oh, good. I thought you said the cinnamon. The sentiment i was like what are we There's talking about cinnamon, cinnamon is excellent okay that too it's a i love cinnamon oh, why don't we have more cinnamon i want cinnamon on everything well not every yeah i want it off to, i want it offered at more places that's a whole nother discussion we don't have time for
3: it we got time for it. we just piss off Leanne.
2: it's gonna have punch a radio guy down. i know that's what she's gonna so have. that's
3: every day for her well true enough what do we have next i didn't plan for anything Sure, you did. I have nothing? Of course, you did. It's right there. Oh, here it is. The Pac 12 commissioner has officially lost his mind. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the
5: Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. About to lose my own mind. Watch out for an accident
0: blocking the two left lanes of I-71 northbound after east broad street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from I-70 in this area. This is an injury crash. Please keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene. Traffic is stop and go. This traffic report is sponsored by Tobacco Sportsbook. Sports betting is finally here, Ohio. Now's the time to download the Tobacco Sportsbook app and visit tobacco.com slash Ohio to score your early deposit bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Only on Ray with fan traffic.
1: Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T Bone.
3: You know, Bone. Yeah, man. Instagram mm-hmm. thinks it knows me. Yeah, why does that? It's always suggesting things to me. And, you what's know, it, what's I, it I, suggesting I, to I you? I personally. Well, if this is who Instagram thinks I am, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty shallow guy. Oh. Because. Uh, like pictures of people making pizza, sure. That that rings true. Hot women playing guitar, yeah. That, and hot okay. women in sports bras, okay. Jump roping and probably for the fitness
2: aspect. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, big, big, in, I'm
3: big into fitness.
2: Maybe it's hearing me and you talk where I mention that I'm doing fitness things, and then your phone is like, "I heard them say fitness. Here's a bunch of hot women doing fitness things." Yeah. It's trying to make you happy, Mike. That's all Instagram wants to do. Instagram,
3: well, it's spot on. Whatever, whatever metric they're using, (laughs) right? Spot on. I told you. I think I was telling Timmy about this last week. There was a period of time. I'm glad that I'm past that because it was really distressing to me. Where Instagram thought I was a pedophile. Oh, because my wife would use take my phone and my account, and she would click on these videos of like 12 year olds dancing like hoochie's. Okay, and then she would show me the video and say, "Can you believe these girls and their parents? It's embarrassing, What's it?" But Instagram doesn't but it's know your account, but it's my account, and Instagram doesn't know oh, that no. we're shaming these videos. Oh no! It's like, oh, this perv likes twelve-year-olds dancing. Well, no. here's some more of that. No, no, no. And so every time I would log on, it was like, and some eleven-year-old in, <laughs> in a sports bra doing something. I eventually just had to keep. Clicking on overage girls, like, no, this is the type I like.
2: (laughs) Show me more of this. You could have clicked on anything else. You could have also just clicked on, like, I don't know, power tools or just whatever. No, I don't want power tools. I know, but just to clear up the
3: algorithm a little bit. I eventually got...
2: Why did I say like it's a person's name?
3: Algorithm. I've weeded out all the 12-year-olds. I'm happy to announce I'm all 18 to 22 at this point. I actually... I just said,
2: I said algorithm weird, and it reminded me of one of the dumbest conversations that I had to eject from in my life. What? A family member who will remain unnamed, you know, was it a gathering a few years immediate ago? immediate family or extended family? Extended family. Okay. Not live, they don't live here. They live in New Jersey. Okay. Well, they're not going to hear you. Yeah, yeah, right. So my uncle <laughs> pulls me aside. <laughs> Say it. And he's like, and he's, and he's like, yeah, you know, this, uh. This internet stuff is getting wild. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. It's always wild. Sure. What's wild to it, to you about it? Thinking, you know, I don't know what he came across, but let's find out. And as they talk about this algorithm, you get what that is, right? Al Gore rhythm. I can't believe they named a the whole thing after Al oh, Gore. he thought even they named it after like, Al Gore. And I'm like, listen. Well, he did
3: invent the internet.
2: Yeah. And I had to explain. I mean, I, well, I, I try. I was like, well, I don't think that's where algorithm comes from, knowing that, like, I believe the term algorithm, or at least the principle of algorithms, comes literally from like the Middle East when math was invented thousands of years ago. I think that's where we get all that, but I didn't have the heart to really get into that with him, because I wasn't totally sure. I knew it wasn't what he was saying, so I just was like, oh yeah, well, it's, yeah,
3: I guess so. That's guess- all right. My Uncle Nick thought that uh, Pavarotti mm-hmm. killed Princess Diana, so there's that. <laughs> Because the paparazzi, the opera singer, the paparazzi were chasing her and no, he thought, he it, was thought it was Pavarotti was I see. Right. chasing her in the car and well, he killed her.
2: You know what? I think my uncle who thought the Internet was named after or the algorithm was named after Al Gore probably thinks that he was driving a Pavarotti. He probably wouldn't know that that's not a car. So
3: it's a fine Italian made <laughs> muscle car. <laughs> they got one of those Pavarotti's. You know what I mean? That's what he was saying. Pac- speaking of stupid people. Pac-12 commissioner is George Kliakov. Oh. Now, I understand this guy is in charge of a dying conference. We just did the top television ratings in college football. There was not a Pac-12 team to be seen. The conference is irrelevant from a playoff standpoint. They're irrelevant from an eyeball standpoint. They're irrelevant from a business standpoint. This guy's job, though, is to try and make lemons out of lemonade. So he's trying to spin USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 is actually a good thing for the Pac-12. How? I have no well, idea.
2: Well, he's also simultaneously trying to spin it that it's a good thing and also say, but it's not going to happen
3: because he's going to throw fine. a wrench into it. So he's like talking about both sides whatever. of his mouth. Well, whatever. He is now out there trying to get a new television deal for this dying conference. You told me this yesterday, right after the show, that these were not... This is not something from The Onion. He actually said this. Yeah. Well, I have it from Dennis Dodd, CBS,
2: longtime reporter for CBS. Dennis Dodd tweeted this out. News. George Klievkov says new meteorites deal has been held up for the Pac-12, not only because of the UC, the California Board of Regents, but the hiring of Deion Sanders as well. And here's the quote from Klievkov, meaning Deion Sanders going to the Pac-12 via Colorado. Why would we do a media deal before that? He absolutely adds value to the league. This that, is unbelievable to you me. You can't actually believe that, George. No, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If he genuinely believes imagine
3: that,
2: what you're almost what you're admitting here is that your conference has no other value. No, really. You should go out and hi, like. I don't know what Deion Sanders is going to be as a power five head coach. I'm interested to find out. He could change the game, but. The idea that any heck Urban Meyer comes back and coaches somewhere in the Pac-12. That shouldn't
3: be holding up your television deal.
2: Right. Like no matter, It's not about Deion Sanders' ability to coach or not. It's about... It
3: doesn't matter who it is. It's one coach for one school in one sport. It at, How at, can at, that affect your TV at deal? The worst program in that conference. One of. Certainly. The worst. The worst, if not one Terrible. of the bottom three at the one very best. One of the best. worst schools in in Power, power Five football. Five. Yeah. Uh just terrible. You're telling me that Deion Sanders is all of a sudden going to make Colorado? It's an interesting story. Don't get me wrong. Of course it is. Let's say Deion Sanders has success. And by success, I mean win six games. Because they'll throw a parade for him. Yeah. If he wins six games. If he can somehow turn that program around, he'll be gone in a year or two. He's not sticking around Colorado. Let's say
2: he's there for seven years and he's really Okay, but let's say he is for seven or eight years and he's really good and he puts him in the national
3: championship conversation to do for TV ratings, right? Nothing.
2: Your your problem with the Pac-12, number one, is you have so many games that are on after 7 p.m. And so I know they've tried to change that. They're trying to do more early games, that type of stuff. That's Even if you have a top five team from Deion Sanders and he's coaching and he's leading it and he's got quotes every week that are interesting and all that stuff, you're still talking about one school. That's not why the SEC is successful. That's not why the Big Ten is successful. It's because those schools have, number one, large alumni bases in the Big Ten especially that are all over the country. So when you put Penn State on, even if Penn State's having a bit of a down year, they draw eyeballs. Yeah. Michigan draws eyeballs, et cetera. There's a handful of teams Deion like that. Sanders
3: is going to change all that. Well, and in the, the SEC, Pac-12.
2: what do you have in the SEC? You constantly have teams in the top 25 duking it out. So the Pac-12, once USC and and Cal go away, or sorry, yeah, UCLA and USC, when they go away, you will be stuck with the Cows, the Stanfords, maybe if you're lucky, Oregon doesn't leave, or Washington... But you're going to be stuck basically with a bunch of games that no one's going to want to watch. And even if Dion has his team in the top 10 every single year, it's not going to be enough to justify staying up till 9 o'clock at night to watch the game start nine times out of 10. That's just... He won't. And yes, also, you're right. You should be, if you're a Pac-12 fan, you should be floored that this guy would actually say that out loud and think that yeah, anyone wouldn't laugh him conference. out of the
3: room. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Are uh, You know what time it is? I do know what time it is. It's time for NFL Picks. If you'd like to play with us, call us on the telephone. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. Win or lose, you will get a $50 gift card to Urban Meyer's Pint House. NFL Picks next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy
0: stop and go delays on 71 north side northbound after East Broad Street, an accident blocking the two left lanes. This is an injury crash. Please keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene. About a 20-minute slowdown as they get things clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Topeka Sportsbook. Sports betting is finally here, Ohio. Now's the time to download the Topeka Sportsbook app and visit topeko.com slash Ohio to score your early deposit bonus. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'll be in a ray with fan traffic.
1: Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone.
3: It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools, at Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Netherlands and Argentina mm-hmm. deciding their game on mm-hmm. penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Argentina's going to pull this Argentina's thing Argentina's got, well, not yet. Uh, not yet, but they were up in this game 2-0. Yep. Then they blew that. Mm-hmm. Now it's 2-2. Yep. Uh, Netherlands has missed their first two penalties. Yeah, Martinez, Argentina has gotten
2: their lone try. The goalie for Argentina has guessed right two out of two times and stopped both the shots. And then he got up and did a little dance. He's gonna get. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh, to be to be the hero of Argentina for a day. What a, what a great night that would be for him. All right, NFL Picks. Common man in T-Bones, NFL Picks.
5: Sponsored by Urban Myers Pint House, Dublin's home for sports.
3: Our guy this week is Devin. Just for playing, Devin will get a $50 gift card to Urban Myers Pine House, Dublin's home for sports. Join him for all the college football action. Watch your favorite pro team with the NFL Sunday ticket and see the games on their 21 Matrix. All right, Devin, are you ready to go? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Game number one. The Jets at the Buffalo Bills. I will take the Bills at home. I've got the Bills as well. I had the Bills. Brownies at the Bengals. I know how this went the first time. I don't think it's going to happen that way again. I will take the Bengals at home. I've got Cincinnati here, too. Bengals. Bad Houston Texans. Davis Mills is back for this game. All right. Yeah. At Teddy's Dallas Cowboys. I will take the boys at home. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys. Uh, Minnesota Vikings on the road at Detroit Lions have played much better football. I will still take the Vikings on the road. I'm going to say rawr, rawr, Lions get it done at home. Lion. Uh, Jacksonville on the road at Tennessee. Tennessee just fired their GM this week, John Robinson. I will take the Titans at home. I'm also going to say,
1: rah. ra.
2: Jags get it oh, done. Because they also make that kind of noise a little okay. bit. So Jags right. on the road, yeah.
3: Titans. Uh, big one in the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles on the road at the Giants. I will take the Eagles on the road. I've got Philly, too. Eagles. Uh, Ravens, Lamar Jackson will not play in this game at the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. I'm going to still take Baltimore regardless. So there you go. I got the Steelers. Kansas City Chiefs on the road at Denver. Denver is awful. They're terrible. I will take the Chiefs on the road. Yep, I've got the Chefs as well. Chiefs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road at San Francisco. This is Brock Purdy starting the game for the 49ers, and I'm taking the 49ers at home. You know what? Let's go. San Francisco gets it done. I agree. Uh, Buccaneers. Carolina Panthers on the road at the Seahawks. I will take the fighting Geno Smiths at home. Feels like Carolina
2: will lose. Seattle wins.
3: I got Seattle. Uh, Miami at the Chargers. Dolphins had a tough loss last week. I think they rebound this week, get the victory on the road. I am going with the South Floridians as well. Dolphins. Monday Night Football, Patriots at the Cardinals. Yeah, I'll take the Cardinals at home. Yeah, I guess.
2: I'm going to take the Patriots on the road, but I don't I don't like either of these teams. I don't like that pick at all.
3: I'll take the Cardinals. Give me a point total for that game, Devin. Uh, I'll do 52. 52. Boner? I've got 47 that I wrote down. Good luck to you, Devin. You get a prize either way. Uh, we have been crappy NFL pickers this year. Hmm. That's right.
2: So, uh, Mike, here's what we've got coming up. Right now, on our, screen, on our screen, Argentina is setting the ball down on the penalty spot. They have made three of their penalty kicks. If they cakes. make this, it's over, right? Yes. Netherlands can only make three so Argentina has to miss their next two. If this guy makes it, it's in.
3: All right, here we go. We're going to do illegal Ready to do it live play live by on play on the for radio. For Here's here we go. Here we go.
2: I
4: missed this. I missed that. Argentinian Putin for you. No,
3: illegal play by play. Come this, get
2: me. This was uh, actually not anything. It was not the World Cup. It was just some random thing involving the Netherlands and Argentina. Tiddlywinks. He had it. I mean. The goalie was not going to stop that if if he put it through, like if he put it on frame.
3: Yeah, but the not wouldn't if, got if the it. Netherlands misses this, though. Then it's still over. It's over. It's over. It's, for over. Them. it's over for Bozo. All right, so they have to make this one.
2: They have to make this, and then Argentina still has to miss their next one for the Netherlands to tie All it right, and go. keep it going.
3: Here's the kick, and it? oh, it's
2: guy went guys? in. Went oh, in. it went in. They still have life. They're not dead
3: yet. Ned's not dead yet. Now you can't, here's Ned's a stupid not question, dead, I, I feel like Mike Francesa. That's fine. Like, the same guy can't keep taking penalty shots, No, they right? will have to keep cycling through to yeah. eventually, all right, all right. the goalies will take
2: right, that. They could kick with both feet. If they keep going through all ten players, then the goalies will go at each other.
3: What do you mean go at each other,
2: like They'll, fight? The goalie will take the penalty kick against oh, the other goalie. nice! If they get all the way through ten and oh, they're I still wish, tied. I hope that happens. All right, now, another Argentina, Argentina has to now if they miss this then it's tied and we go to the next guys up and then it you know if they both miss it goes to the next if they both make it but goes he, to the next if he makes it if this guy makes it though that's all a moot that's point it. and Argentina moves on all right. there's so yeah, many they're, people they're, they're like weeping in the stands people right are now. crying in both jerseys like Netherlands people are crying
3: Argentina people, people are crying the people in the stands are crying they're all nervous they're all terrified the are crying everyone's sad all right, here comes the kick here we go ah, it's
4: in, it's in!
1: Argentina
3: gets it done how many other things can I play
2: by the way I don't feel bad at all because uh, if you want to go listen to the radio coverage of this game it would just be Fox Sports Radio turning on the Fox TV broadcast and letting you listen to the TV so whatever that's the only radio. That's the only radio in the in in America for these games. That's embarrassing. It is right, it? terrible. Did you have a radio specific broadcast. Yeah, we could have done it. I would have gladly done it. I would oh, have, I'll, have be your, you. I'll be your color analyst. Oh no, no, no. We we would be doing like a, a Peyton Manning, Manning cast type of thing. That's what I would want to do.
3: Not the actual game. Just oh, more okay. of what we just did. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan.
0: Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still closing down the left lane of I-71 north side Northbound after East Broad Street. Traffic is still stop and go get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident on the south side of I-71 Southbound after Greenlawn Avenue. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Tim Hortons. This the season at Tim Hortons with five festive peppermint beverages to satisfy your holiday cravings. And now, Tim's rewards Guests can get a $1 medium peppermint mocha ice cap on the app. Naturally and artificially flavored. Limited time. U.S. only. Valid online or in on the app. Terms apply. Only in array with fan
7: traffic. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
1: Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear.
3: This is Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Friday. Hey, check out the podcast. Maybe you're listening to this live and you're saying, I don't need the podcast. I'm listening live. No, because... Maybe you don't listen all 3 hours every single day. Maybe something we said was so good that you want to play it again at the dinner table. Well that may not be the case. For the family. That's not over. Maybe your it. young children need to hear. I don't know that that. The queen yelling about her blood sausage today. Go to apple spotify google wherever you get your audio search common man and t-bone you will see you'll see our cartoon faces pop up click subscribe every single show comes right to your device free of charge including some extras you can only get on the podcast that's right like flashback episodes teddy's probably working on a
6: flashback episode for this weekend right teddy absolutely what is it i'm constantly working on it yeah he, what is it ted's always got something in the hopper it's something it's spectacular <laughs> he hasn't done it yet that's what that means no i I did it on monday I oh think. you just forgot i don't know that. what it is that's yeah, good i, I guess so memorable it'll be a surprise
3: so memorable. surprise for I, everyone i
6: did one for next week too if good you, job ted if you don't want to know what that is because i can't remember that one either way to work ahead what's wrong with that there's nothing bad about that
3: common man and t-bone weekend comes your way tomorrow in the podcast feed and right here on the fan at 10 a.m mm, so check that out exciting anything else i can promote
2: uh, you could promote Bone and Beam United, our soccer I'm not, podcast. I'm not on that show. I am. Well, I'll promote it then. You can go listen to that if you like soccer. Even if you don't, you should listen to it because Beam and I do it every
6: week and we talk about soccer. There you go. How about Mad About Hoops, 9 Night o'clock hoops. tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Check it out. Timmy sure. Colin. Ne- neither,
2: neither one of us is on that show. Yeah, but Timmy's on it. And he's going to talk college basketball. And Evil Balled Colin is on it. Yeah. That's a great show. All right. Listen to it every week. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown.
5: Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5GT Mobile
3: Network. Buckeye basketball beating Rutgers on a Tanner Holden buzzer beater last night. It was his only bucket of the game. Only played five or six minutes, but he was in there for his opportunity to hit threes, and he did it last night. This game last night ranged from you know, the Buckeyes looking like they couldn't be stopped, going on big runs. And then it sometimes looked like the Buckeyes would never score a point again. Rutgers plays good defense. Frustrated the Buckeyes at times last night. It was a dramatic way to get your first Big Ten victory of the season. But I'm glad you held hold home court and, and got that Big Ten victory.
2: Yeah, that was great. And you know what? I'm, I'm excited as well for the fact that you, know, you have a guy who transferred in here, um, in Tanner Holden, who played a lot of minutes previously with Wright State. And was a great scorer, did all those things. Now he's coming to Ohio State, and he was asked about, you know, hey, you don't play as many minutes when you're at Ohio State. What do you think about that? And he said, hey, man, I know coming to Ohio State, I'm probably going to lose some time. I'm not going to play as often. But I'm glad the coaches still believe in me. I wanted to be here. And I like that he got rewarded, even understanding, yes, he's coming to a team where he may not play as often or as much, but knew that they are still going to trust him to be in there for certain things. And he did, he delivered in a big moment. I think that's kind and of if, cool.
3: If he continues to deliver, then he'll play
2: more minutes. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, Holtman was asked about it after the game and he said, well, you know, defensively, we still need to see him be at a different spot. And then he goes, but Hey, let's, Oh, Hey, let's not talk about all that right now. I want to focus on the fact this man just hit a ridiculous shot to win the game. He wasn't trying to run down Tanner Holden. He he's just saying, there's reasons why we don't play him as much as maybe we could, but those reasons have to do with the complete game. Either way, I, I, I respect the fact that both those guys can see how, sure, probably Tanner Holden's not as happy with his playing time as as he would be if he was playing somewhere else where he got more minutes, but he made a big impact in that game, and that's, that's good. He kept his head up.
3: Buckeyes have a week off before they face North Carolina. That game is at Madison Square Garden. And maybe you're looking at that game saying, oh, North Carolina, it's going to be tough. And it will be tough. Anytime you play anybody, it's tough, especially on a game like that in Madison Square Garden. But Buckeyes should win that game. Oh, yeah. I you know, think Tar Heels so. are not very good this year. They've lost four games in a row. I think the Buckeyes are the better team. Um, they're favored to win that game. So just because it's a tough opponent in a weird location doesn't mean we should expect a stinker a week from now. No. I I completely
2: agree with that. And the other thing I brought up earlier, I'll say again, I think it's good to see this team getting out, playing in a bunch of neutral site venues. Obviously, the Maui tournament was a very different type of venue than what you're going to see in the NCAA tournament or Big Ten tourney, but Madison Square Garden is too, I guess. But in all of those situations, Buckeyes are not in their normal routine. They're playing at a place where the other team is also thrown off of their routine. How do you do in those situations? How do you respond when everything is weird and different? That's going to matter a lot when you get to march so oh those are good oh. things to learn that's oh. all i was gonna say
3: oh shut up
2: what happened i don't know
3: you shut yeah, up i know it wasn't me it was a little gremlin in the oh gremlin in the thing he just wanted you to shut up yeah. shut up I'll, I'll let you do the next one uh jackets play the flames tonight at nationwide coverage starts at 6 30 right here on the fan patrick line moves to the second line tonight with Chinikov and Roslovik. I saw that sad face Corpy will be between the pipes. I'm sure we'll all have sad faces. Look, this is, uh, no. you know, Johnny Goudreau and Calgary played there last year. And there's been some press involving that where the Canadian people and the, the Calgar- Calgarian people, whatever, are talking about how Johnny strung him along and didn't let him know his intentions. And he says, I didn't do that. Whatever. That's a storyline tonight. You know what the bigger storyline is? Uh, Calgary absolutely last season now I know it's a different roster, I get it, but they absolutely, every single time we played them, kicked our asses. Mm. It was a prison movie every time the Jackets played Calgary. And of course we know just two nights ago, the Jackets starred in another prison movie. Yeah. They're always on the wrong end of these prison movies. Unless uh Al Montoya's gonna want the 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 Pablo Montoya's Your guy between the pipes. <laughs> right. Outside of
2: that game against the Canadians like five years ago, usually doesn't happen. All I know with this game, again, why is Brad Larson coaching this team? Answer.
3: I didn't. Hey, let the record show. Come on. Let the record show. That was all Ted. I didn't do
2: anything. The answer is no one over there has any standards. That's the answer. Now, back to you. Play your stupid thing.
3: Thank you. I didn't do it. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Teddy, come on. Yeah. Let Bone talk. Come on, I Ted. know you told me earlier how much you hate him and you hope he gets fired. That's all right. Come on. He's, I got, told he's Dad, got a family. I, he's got young I children. told Ted the same
2: thing about me before the show. I said, I hate myself
3: and I wish I didn't have to talk so much. The Rams, they fire me. The Rams had a dramatic comeback win against the Raiders last night. You're probably glued to this game because there are, there's so much riding on the line. Playoff implications for these two teams. <laughs> Baker Mayfield has been a Ram for about five minutes, but he went out there yesterday, and he brought that team back. It was a dazzling comeback. Two dazzling comebacks this week. Tom Brady had one of them on Monday night, and Baker Mayfield had the other one last night. Like Two peas in a pod. Tom Brady (laughs) and Baker Mayfield. Uh, This stat floors me from
2: ESPN Stats and Info. Baker Mayfield, as a starter, when... In a game where his team is down by 13 or more points, he is 0-22 in his career. When he's coming off the bench in a game where his team at some point in the game trails by 13 or more points, he's 2-1. Well,
3: that's his thing. He's a he did that pitcher. last night,
2: and he won his, his debut. Probably most Browns fans remember that, where he came in relief of Tarod Taylor and led the Browns back to a big victory. But all I know is this. As much as that's a great story and everyone last night was like, wow, Baker, I was surprised. You were We were talking about it yesterday. Baker comes in and does this midway through a week where he was on another team. Two days later, he's playing for the Rams. That's pretty impressive. You know what's not impressive? The fact the Raiders have now lost to a guy who was on ESPN one week and then coached against them the next. They lost to Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Nobody blows games like the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are 0-4 this season when leading by double digits at halftime. How about that stat? That is just Also terrible. awful. Terrible. Like, <laughs> it started week one. Wasn't week one that Kyler Murray game? I believe you're right. With the Cardinals? Yeah. Don't you have to look at Josh McDaniels for that and say, oh, okay, this <laughs> may not be the answer. I mean, I would think you have to,
3: but it's just me. Well, yes, you do. That That's coaching. We would talk about that with Scott Frost where people would look at it as sort of like a badge of honor and say, yeah, he's losing these games, but he's losing one score games. Well, okay. That's even worse for a coach. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be one thing if you're getting blown out by 30 and you're like, well, the roster's just not there. We have to retool in the offseason and get some more talent in here. From a Raiders standpoint, you're winning these games by double digits. There is no excuse for you to lose these no, games. You
2: had, you're, you're leading by double digits and you're giving it up in a half. That's bad. You're losing to a coach who's never coached at any level before in Jeff Saturday in his first game. And then you're losing to Baker Baker. Mayfield who's looked awful this year. And why? Because your team commits dumb penalties down the stretch that negate pretty much otherwise sealing the game
3: up. That's all on coaching to me. We had dramatic World Cup action today. So Croatia beat Brazil on penalty kicks. Brazil... Had had a lead, blew a lead, lost in penalties. Yeah. Then it was Argentina and the Netherlands. Argentina had a two nothing lead, blew that, went to extra time. Nobody scored. Nope. They go to penalties. Argentina winds up winning in dramatic fashion. So Brazil is out. Argentina stays in by the skin of their teeth. And Croatia moves on. Yeah. It's going to be something. Croatia and
2: Argentina are going to square up next week in a epic semi final matchup that will feature Luka Modric and Lionel Messi. That means you will be watching the best player in the history of soccer going up against Lionel Messi. That will be quite a thing. Luka Modric, I'm sure that, my I'm sure guy, that
3: means something. Luka Modric, my guy. I thought you were going to say Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be there. No.
2: Greatest player in the history. Well, if he is. Well, number one, they got to get past uh, Morocco, right? They're playing tomorrow, I believe. Fixes I, in. Oh, that's what you were going to win. That's what I've been finding. Common Man and T Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Sponsored
5: by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T Mobile Network.
3: Uh, what's next, Bone? I don't know, man. What do you want? Oh, to do I have here? some injury news for the Browns. That's next. Common man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
0: Watch out for an earlier accident that's cleared from the roadway of I 71 northbound after East Broad Street. All lanes have reopened to that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And the south side of I 71 southbound after Greenlawn Avenue, that accident has cleared as well. This traffic report is sponsored by upsjobs.com. UPS is hiring warehouse workers, drivers, and tractor trailer drivers near you at a rate of up to $30 an hour and bonuses for some roles. Applying up out upsjobs.com slash shift, make the shift, make a difference. Eliana Ray with Fan Traffic.
1: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh yes, this this is Common Man and Tebow.
3: Bone, yes, man. There is a uh, there's a new show on USA called Mageddon. Have you okay. heard of this show? No. Uh, the purpose of this show is celebrities get drunk and compete in bar games. Okay. All right. Um... All right, so what are we talking? Like a bar game? Are we saying darts? Well, here's here's what the the one I'm reading about is Cheryl Crow, musician, mm-hmm. and Gwen Stefani, musician, uh, get drunk and get in an axe throwing competition. Oh, uh, the game is called on the show "Drunken Axe Hole." Okay, right. And Cheryl Crow absolutely destroys Gwen Stefani in this game of drunken axe hole okay have you ever thought of throwing axes is that something you've ever wanted i mean to i do? i have
2: the hatchet i didn't know if the, the axe throwing would be something you'd be interested in because i know you have a hatchet but what is that you can't take that anywhere and just chuck it at people you have to like well how do you know bone well you're right fair enough i don't know for sure i've already
3: circumcised several of my co-workers here i keep that axe extra sharp yes you must I made a list last week. I also think it was, was it Friday I made this list, or were you here when I made it? I wasn't here when you made it. I I asked people around here who was circumcised and who wasn't. Oh, wait, no, I was. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And more people were circumcised than I thought. Really? Yeah. I thought we'd have uh, quite a few snuffleupaguses here. Nope. With
2: turtlenecks. Yeah, pretty much everybody uh, deciding to, you know. Well, they don't... They, we I mean, don't quite frankly, anything, right? I, didn't, I didn't ask everybody because I, 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 don't, I don't like everybody, but... Oh, you asked who you liked. Yeah. But, but we don't really have a decision on that. That just happened. Choice was made. Mm-hmm. I had
3: no say in it. Anyway, the show is called Barmageddon. Yeah. This episode is going to air on Monday. Carson Daly, Blake Sheldon, and Nikki Bella host this show.
2: Okay, um... I guess that seems like a lot of people to host a show where two people are going to get drunk and throw axes. Are they have any other games they do other than like drunken axe throwing? Seems like maybe not the one to start with. I
3: think they have other games too.
2: What next are they going to have? Like argument in the parking lot with firearms? Is that one that they're going to do? Because I would watch that one. I don't know if I want to watch that one. What do you mean? Are we talking? I mean, if we're going to throw axes at each other, we might as well just you know go to the next level. How about
3: Bender over the hood, varsity club style? (laughs)
2: they sure. going to have that one. Sure. Are we going to have uh, has to call someone that you've not talked to in 10 years? Cause it's the number that's in your phone uh-huh. and you're passed out on the bar. I like that. And one. they call that person to pick you up and you have to bartender has to decipher who this is and where they live. All right. Some injury
3: news for the Browns. Mari Cooper hurt his hip. Didn't practice today. Kevin Stefanski says they'll see how he feels for Sunday. Oh, that's kind of a big development. Alright. Well, that's right. Sean Watson's back in the swing of things now. He got the rust out. Yes. I, haven't, I haven't
2: seen the swing happen. He's fine. Yeah.
3: He's good. That's, oh, is he?
2: My guy. Didn't, look,
3: didn't look good at all. I'll use my hatchet on his pee Go right ahead. I have no problem uh, with that. Former Cowboy coach Jason Garrett interviewed for the Stanford job. He has since announced he's staying at NBC. No word on if he was offered the job, but he's staying in TV.
2: Does it feel like that's a little embarrassing for Stanford that Jason
3: Garrett turned you down? Well, perhaps he didn't. Well, Maybe okay. Stanford said, we're not going to hire you. And then he said, all right, cool. I wanted to do TV anyway. Yeah, See but yeah. he he got, the, and, and maybe that's the case
2: because he instantly got the message out there of like, hey, just want everybody to know. Yeah, I I, I told him not. I'm not like going to be TV. a part of things there. I like doing TV. I'm going to stay with TV. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm, I'm going to do TV instead. Maybe that was him trying to control the message because otherwise, I mean, if you're going to go after Jason Garrett, I thought that was a weird fit to start. But if you're going to go out and get him,
3: uh you probably ought to get him. Maybe George Kliakov went into the the television meetings and said, "Hey guys, Stanford's talking to Jason Garrett, so we got to take everything we've
2: written up here and just rip it up and start and over." Who's going to give me more money? Yeah, that's at least I worth mean, on. ten million. A Stanford, year for school, I mean, right? six
3: thousand people show up to these games. <laughs> Jeez. Who's going to give me more money? God, the Pac-12 man.
2: I, I, I I'm. They have tradition. They have a long pedigree of playing football in that conference. Bears, but they're
3: irrelevant. They it's are. USC they, are else. they
2: are extremely irrelevant in that conference. And USC is a recent development of
3: being relevant. Yes. They should never stop being relevant. Yeah, but they had for quite a while. Right. Uh, it's that time of year again, Bone. Terrell Owens has come out and said he wants to play. Mm. Uh, he said he needs the 49ers to call him. Because Jimmy Garoppolo's out, and he apparently is the only one that can help Brock Purdy he said he would jump at the chance to join the 49ers and says he's already reached out to team CEO oh Jed York. Gosh. I'm sure he oh has my gosh. in case you're not keeping track Ter- Ter- Terrell Owens, him too, is 49 years old. You know, he has the energy of, and he shouldn't because of
2: what he actually did in his career, but he has the energy of a guy who like never left his hometown, like a small town guy who just stayed there. And then, Maybe the girl he always dreamed of—they almost dated in high school, but then she moved away, went to college. You've she lost, moved on with her life. Me,
3: I don't know what's going on here. Listen to me. All right, all right.
2: She moved on with her life. Hey, she Ted, did. All you that want thing. to play some
3: drunken asshole Just while, hang on. While he's talking. Give it a second. All right.
2: God, I had to listen to all your Mike North stories today. You can listen to this for five seconds. All I'm saying we is, we got people outside hugging minorities right now, <laughs> as they should. The girl goes off she goes to college she meets the man of her dreams I didn't play it oh, that's Ted and then 10 years later Ted's had enough. that guy's still working at the gas station she rolls back into town they have a five minute conversation where he's like hey maybe we should get coffee and she's like "Yeah, maybe we should and then she leaves to get back in the car to go back with the husband and that guy's like I still got a chance that's what T.O. sounds like calling up the Niners and saying hey if you want me I'm available they're like oh yeah T.O. that's great yeah we remember all those good times we had years ago
4: just died again listening to this story.
2: Bye-bye! It made total sense. It made total sense. Or would have if I wasn't interrupted nine different times. Sorry. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. What do you
3: have next? You, no, you just sound like you sound like the Blue Jackets defending out of our bluey rise. It's like, if, if you, you understood it. it!
2: No! If you understood it, you would like That's it! That's not it! You're you, not, you didn't even listen to
3: it. Didn't even listen to what
2: I had to say. I heard you! So what's my the, what's eyes the glazed message? over? That's what I'm saying. I know. I'm sorry. You're you didn't stupid keep my to, attention. <laughs> you're too stupid to understand narrative. That's fine. I get it. Drunken, axe hole. Uh, Have you ever watched uh, the Hot Ones show? Who? Hot Ones. No. It's that uh, the guy who sits there w- with a celebrity as they eat hot wings, and <laughs> they progressively get hotter and hotter. During is this the on? Sh- is this on a channel? This is on YouTube, and it makes like millions of dollars. Oh, okay. It's. I think did it get picked up by Netflix or somebody? Maybe. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Go look up Hot Ones. It's a thing. But I think that is more entertaining than two people getting drunk and then trying to play a a bar game. Because usually... Maybe. I'm not saying this is a good show. I'm just telling you what's on. I'm just saying that's what network TV has. Meanwhile, YouTube has Hot Ones, which is running laps around that. Okay. Go look up the ones with Shaq. Shaq did one, and it's great. Are you you a
3: producer on this show or something? Yes. Jesus. I'm just telling you. Shaq one is where you need to start. It's awesome. Right, let's talk about bad quarterbacks. The Texans are benching Kyle Allen. They're going back to Davis Mills. Who cares at this point? Just stop playing. I don't know. The Falcons are benching Marcus Mariota for Desmond Ritter. Oh. Okay. So Desmond
2: Let's see Desmond Ritter. Let's see Ritter. what he can do. Former Cincinnati quarterback. That's right. Let's go. That'd be nice.
3: But I have thirty seconds here.
2: I know. I was trying to get something out of hot ones, know. but you just wanted to jump right uh, out of that conversation. Thank God we got the like Desmond were, Ritter in sound there. Sound like you were selling this show. I was just trying to help you. I thought it'd be up your alley, eating hot things and talking on TV. What else do you, you want? I don't know. What are you eating for dinner tonight? Pasta with meatballs. What was that? Pasta with oh, meatballs. Okay. It was like talking to my kids. Are you in a hurry? Is the building on fire? Why did you have to say it so quick? Well, now we're on time.
3: Now we're out of time. All right. Leanne is there. Great. She's at home today
2: with the cats yeah, i can tell because the audio is great up
6: the cats
2: hmm? mm-hmm. is that a song No, she's at work
6: she is they yes. fixed the audio oh, the audio sounds so good uh, no i mean it's it's better but it's not it's not as good as what it was yesterday in fairness i haven't listened to one of her apparently yeah, so you I, haven't i wasn't even
3: paying attention to be
6: honest with you you know what Leanna? i'm
3: gonna really listen to this we're this time no better pressure i'm really gonna listen to this one yeah. All right, Tool of the Week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Be quiet.
1: It's our fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Boy, am I honored. You're going to find some
0: slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on some backups as traffic begins to build. You're also going to find some delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 west split and Livingston Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions great. protect their homes from power outages. Generac's home by generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number Sorry. one Generac generator dealer has limited franchise opportunities in your area. I hate you guys so much. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. Oh,
7: change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bone present
5: Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den.
3: The best tool this week, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, is open at 71 West Shrock Road in Westerville. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Thad says... My guys. My Tool of the Week is all the Baker haters. Last night he proved he was an elite. Excuse me, I just vomited in my mouth. Actually, my Tool of the Week is myself for even attempting this disgusting joke. Baker is trash. Wow. All right. That that took a uh, turn. Nuckeye butt, says my guys. My Tool of the Week is Dallin Hayden or Ryan Day or the Vols. Someone is a tool, damn it. D.H. Dallin Hayden. Yeah. Gets a hugely reduced role in the game, and now he might go to Tennessee? I'm getting nerv- a ner- nervous poo at a banged-up Mayan and Chip being the only backs against UGA. Whoever's fault that is can go to hell. Yeah, that's a bit concerning. I had not heard that that was a rumor that, that may he just was be transferring an, to that Tennessee. That may just be a message board rumor, not sure, but we'll keep an eye on it. All right. Live free or die, says My Chili Dogs. <laughs> My Tool of the Week is everyone and anyone who said the word girth this week. I've heard girth more this week than I have this whole year. Why, why, why? Well, you you just said it twice. Well, it's, I mean, maybe you didn't know this. It's National Girth Week.
2: So we celebrate all things girthy on this week, as one does. Chip, dip, snip, tip.
3: Says my Tokyo sex whales. Mm. <laughs> My tool of the week is T-Bone for mentioning the women's basketball win over national championship favorite New Hampshire. He says huh? that's this ingest. Oh, okay. cuz New Hampshire sucks. But ignoring the volleyball win over actual good Minnesota to get the Buckeyes to the Elite 8 for the first time since 2004. I'm not just ma- I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. That's fine. I'll take that. I, I should mention all of it. You're right. Uh what else? Snagglepuss says, my tool of the week's common man. Last Friday, you mentioned Rebecca Howell. Hmm. This week, Kirstie Alley passed away, RIP. I have a list of people for you to start talking about if you wouldn't mind. Oh. Rebecca Howell was her name in cheers. Well, whatever. Cheers. Close enough. You yeah. didn't
2: uh, know you had that power, I guess. I Dude, let me tell you something. If you had that if power. If I had the power to kill people, lots of people would be dead lots. You'd be reading names out of the phone book
3: that you don't even know just because. Yes. Uh, Urban's Lil Meyer says, my guys. <laughs> that
2: sounds like what he'd produce,
3: actually. My Thank tool of the week you. is myself for continuing to sample a new hot sauce I got when feeling hungry this week. Well, after three days, it kicked in after I ate three plates of food at our work holiday party. It was as if a 100 mile an hour toll road opened in... <laughs> In my Hershey Highway, mm-hmm. and it was free toll day. Oh, no. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> That's quite a visual you're yeah, painting there, Urban Slo Meyer. It is. Thank Sounds you. Sounds like that would have been a hot day on the freeway. Uh, chili Chant is, what is that? Puke emoji? Well, yeah,
2: it's it, it, gross, I think. Yeah. Says,
3: my guys. I don't like that one. Let me try Yeah, another try one. another one. <laughs> there you go. My tool of the week is Stinger. While it's not even close to the biggest problem the CBJ have, Stinger spent the first two periods against Buffalo delivering stuff to fans when he could have been hyping up the crowd. Didn't hit his drum once for the first two periods. Right. That's on Stinger. It's got to be better. Did Stinger send this next one? Mm -hmm. By the way, I like how Stinger has a blue check mark. He paid the $8. I was going to (laughs) say, Mike Priest was like, oh, $8 for legitimacy? I will pay that every time. Uh, Stinger says, the account above is my submission. Referring to Chili Chant is gross. Yeah. Please see above tweet for reference. Additionally, he was seen drinking beer the entire game, and I never heard him cheer once. I like that Jackets employees... Saucy Stinger. Be they as they may,
2: fictional B characters, are calling out Jackets fans for not drinking or for getting too drunk
3: at the game. I like it. Uh Keith says, my guys. That, my that some base on it. My tool of the week are the voters who didn't vote for Marvin Harrison to win the Bolitnikov. Those people are as blind as our CBJ goalies. Well, if they voted for Marvin Harrison to win, that would really suck because he's not had college eligibility
2: for quite some time. But I well, get you. All point. right. Come on Marvin now. Harrison Jr. You're right. If they didn't vote for him,
3: that's stupid. That's Stop really it. dumb. No. Uh, Zach says, my guys. call that one the weed whacker my tool of the week is whoever stole my car and then decided to break into a gun store you left my car inoperable hashtag gth oh no oh boy that's bad uh bub says tool of the week is the deer who ran into my wife's new car Uh on i-70 saturday we were going 70 and it happened so fast there was nothing we could do it must know i'm a deer hunter and was plotting sweet revenge Thank I hope, you, bud. I hope you're able to at least salvage some of the meat or something. Because that's...
2: Uh, well, I don't that's think you no stop
3: good. on the side of the road when you're on the highway well, you, and pick
2: up the deer. Do, what do you do? You, your car's not working, dude. When you hit a deer at 70 right, miles an what an hour, do you hour, do do? then you, you, take, then you scrape
3: the dead deer off the highway and take it with you? Yeah.
2: I mean, you are got to wait for the police and the insurance and all that stuff. You might as well. The deer's insurance is what I'm talking about. They come out and check it and make sure everything's okay for the life well, insurance. Well, you shouldn't.
3: It shouldn't be your insurance. You didn't do anything. The deer yeah, has the to deer. have insurance. I agree. Yep. Eric says, My guys. Ow. Tool of the week goes to Ted. I had a long drive and was looking forward to listening to a fun weekend show. He decided to put over a half hour of reaction Monday on, which pissed me off all over again. Four days of complete stupidity, but nope. Thank you, Ted. You (laughs) suck. Wow. Hashtag
2: GTH.
6: You're welcome.
3: Oh, Ted,
2: let me tell you what right now. Ted just got the smile on his face that says, if I ever see Eric B. in public, it's on site with that guy. Uh, Tyler
3: says, my tool of the week is myself. I attended the Reds annual Fan Fest last week and got 19 autographs, 14 of which were from players who were in elementary school when I was in college. Also, in the last two years, I've gained 30 pounds and begun to bald. Yep. Yep. It's a rough time to be old. Uh, Richard Marks says, what's up, my dudes? Uh. My tool of the week are the people who chase me down in their car for their UPS return or asking if I have their package. Listen, I'm not your personal UPS servant driver. I'm busy and working 12-hour days. Hashtag chill out. Hashtag GTH. That's that's no good. Respect your delivery person this time of year, especially. All right? Because they're working hard. Yeah. Uh, Ralph says, my tool of the week is Jen Winters. Oh. For ruining all those delicious grilled cheese sandwiches and making me hungry for a grilled cheese sandwich. Jen admitted this week on Twitter. I saw that. That she is incapable of making a good uh, Grilled grilled cheese sandwich. And she ruined an entire loaf of bread. I didn't know it was possible to do that.
2: I mean, I get maybe the first time you make one if you're not used to it. Maybe you have it a little too hot. Too hot! But then after maybe the second or third try, you just dial back the temp, put a little more butter on there or mayo or whatever you use, and then you go to town. Uh,
3: Dustin says, my guys. Ouch. Mm. That Mm. was painful. My tool of the week is the Blue Jackets' ownership for keeping Brad Larson as their coach. What dirt does this man have on them? Mm. I'm afraid we will need Elon Musk to buy them, too, <laughs> so we can finally get a series of 30-plus tweets from Rimmer confirming something. Oh, that'd be good. I'd enjoy that. Oh, I love you, Elon! Oh, you kidding me?
2: He'd be off the poll star in a second. All right, one more? One more.
3: Uh, Drew says, my guys. <laughs>
6: Ah,
2: oh, that hurts. That hurts. That
3: hurts. My Tool of the Week is Nikki Sabin for thinking Alabama had a snowball's chance in Hades to make the college football playoff. Enjoy the games from your couch with a box of Little Debbie's U-Tool. Yeah. All right, pick a winner. Uh, I
2: am going to go, just because it'll be awkward when Ted has to message him, Eric B., who gave his Tool of the Week to Ted nice. for not making the... Uh, Weekend show, what he wanted to. So there Eric, go, Eric
3: B. gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sounded like a motorcycle leaving,
3: but not fast enough. Back page coming up, common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. stupidest show. Right, watch out for an accident involving injuries on
0: Elm Creek Drive at Spiegel Drive. You're going to find some delays in that area. Plan on some backups to get things clear. And watch out for slowdowns on 670 Westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets. From the money line, the point spreads, the player props, plus get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL.
7: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye show
3: coming up at the top of the hour. I have no idea who's hosting the Buckeyes show tonight. I don't know either. Because Timmy's not here. Nope, Timmy's oh, off it's Tito. all
2: week. Jeff all next week. Tito's got a
3: big half hour show for you. Yeah. Then you can listen to the Jackets lose by ten. Oh. Coverage starts at six thirty. Are we
2: are we not at that point? Jackets fans, real talk for a second. Are we not at the point now where we're just rooting against this team? Oh, you, I I'm I Why am. do you want this team to win? To, to what? Keep Brad Larson around? You shouldn't want that. You shouldn't want Yarmo around. He's been completely ineffective building a team for the last ten years. One playoff series victory so to tonight, account for
3: it. The win seven to nothing.
2: Yeah. That, that that would be That's So Jackets, right? Everyone in hockey is checking in on them. Say, hey, what's going on with Johnny Hockey? We're on TNT. Let's check it out. You have a franchise meltdown on national TV in one period. Then the next game where no one's caring and no one's paying attention, that's when they'll show up and play. You're exactly right.
3: So in the last segment, uh, some immature people played fart noises here on the show, mm-hmm. and that got me thinking about this little piece of audio we have not played in a while. This is not a, a bit... This is a real thing that happened at a city council meeting. I forget the city in the country that this. The city and the country. In. The city in the country that oh, this uh, happened. Oh, yeah, it to. happened in the U.S. somewhere. Yes, I'm gonna uh, go. I feel like it was in Texas, but I, I could be wrong on that. But this is a city council meeting, and uh, someone is about to come up and give a presentation. Yeah, they have a microphone on their lapel, which is on they're in the bathroom before they give their presentation and everyone can hear what's going on in the bathroom
0: Um, I won't belabor all the details, I'm sure most of you remember Mr. Guest's presentation from last time and I imagine he's going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute, but the thing is that these deadly infections there's something we can Mm -hmm. do about it and what we can do is call on a governmental representatives that are higher One. <laughs> up the chain of... <laughs> and ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am um, aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there, were, there would be instances where I actually agree that we should take <laughs> action locally first. But... There are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown, so for us to just say it within the city limits would be... Can...
6: <laughs> 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 would be an empty gesture. Um, so...
0: <laughs> and also these diseases. <laughs> Don't know any boundaries, no. so a state by state approach would just mean that the.
3: <laughs> so then he walks in. Oh gosh, he walks in, understands. Oh, what's gosh. happened? Oh no, and apologizes. Oh, that man <laughs> needs to go right to the doctor. Look, I'm a dude <laughs> who passes gas. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah. My diet's course. not the best in the world, so I I get some whoppers. coming out of there, right? Yeah, but the amount of gas that that guy just passed you gotta go right to the hospital the other part
2: of that is, I mean I am someone who does not I try very hard not to pass gas in public, like I I don't like sharing enclosed spaces and then smelling it, that's just bad right, I know sometimes you have to, I try to like leave the room though if that's gonna happen but a lot of times that means when I get to the bathroom and I do have to like let it rip you sound like that guy? no 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 I'm saying I may have it held up for three or four or five hours, and then I finally let it rip, and it takes 10 seconds at most to get all that out of there. This guy went for two minutes. And like He was done. He flushed, and he's still just perp, perp, like just still going. How did it not, man, oh, I that's something. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, man, that's also. How can you listen to that guy and take him seriously? Also, how do you not, once you've realized what happened, how do you not flip off the microphone, unhitch it from whatever it's hitched onto on your body, walk out the door, and just start a new life? Never. You just go to another <laughs> somewhere. Back. You. Just, he's obviously a smart man. He wrote a report about something. He's not smart enough to turn his microphone off when he's in the john, but smart enough to go do another
3: thing, possibly somewhere else. He entered that room pretty quickly, too. I don't think he washed his hands. Oh, no. I didn't hear any sink noises. Nope, I didn't hear that. I heard every other noise. I didn't hear sink
2: noises. You're right. All right. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man
1: and
5: T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
2: Bone. Well, man, would you like to hear about Cardi B's bum or Bam Majera getting COVID? I guess. Is the way to say that? Which one would you rather do? right, about? let's do Cardi B's bum. All right, Cardi B has announced that she had over 95% of her injections into her rear end. Oh, her, that were... I yeah. thought you meant
3: she had a homeless person no, that she kept around. No, her, own.
2: her bum, her, her buttocks. She had butt injections for plastic surgery reasons. Well, she has now discussed the really crazy process, as she put it, of having 90% of the biopolymers removed this past summer. Uh, She went to Instagram Live and talked about how in August she had surgery. She said, if you don't know what this is, I'm quoting her. If you don't know what it is, it's ass shots. It was a really crazy process. All I'm going to say is if you're young, sometimes you're too skinny. and You're like, oh, my God, I don't have enough fat to put in my ass so you result to ass shots don't do it is what she says Uh, she then went on to say that uh, she had that done a while ago didn't like what it did to her body so now she got them removed but she said it was a very difficult process but now she's had some other plastic surgery removed as well she says she's back to being all natural and she's ready to go so back on tour I guess if you want to go see Cardi B minus her biopolymer ass things and Bam Majera, former Jackass star, has been hospitalized with pneumonia. Also has apparently COVID. Uh, he left rehab last year. Earlier, I'm sorry, earlier this year, but now has had this issue and has had a couple other relapses. So he's back in the hospital. Hopefully he's
3: okay. Oh, well, way to end it on a nice positive note as we <laughs> head into the weekend. Thank you, Bone. Sorry, uh, no Buckeye shows coming up next. Jack, it's time at six thirty. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T Bone on the fan.
0: heavy slowdowns expected on the north side of I seventy one northbound after Fifth Avenue, an accident blocking the right center lane. Traffic is stop and go from six seventy in this area. Please use extra caution as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find a crash on the north side of I seventy one southbound south of Seventeenth Avenue. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Take Five Oil Change. To Take Five, they're faster than you think. That means you'll get your oil change faster than it takes to get through the outer belt during a rainstorm at rush hour. So go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take Five the stay in your car ten minute oil change. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with.
7: The Lindsay Honda Studios.
5: Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
7: WBNSFM HD1 Columbus, no fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone